When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning, guys. It is Friday, the 17th of February. It is... No, welcome to TDA, sorry. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And you guys know, it's always lit over here. It's a full house as well. It's great. Let's introduce ourselves. It's your boy, Big Moss from the east side of the bridge. Morning, people. It is your favourite shade queen, my own royalty. Big man use back in the building. Happy Friday, people. Camera's not moved, so. Oh. Friend, are you having a moment? <laughs> Hi, guys. It's your girl, Justine. Hello. Hi, I'm here. Thank you. And they call me you, man. The pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, Melanin packed. That is right. Period. How's everyone doing? It's been so it's so nice to have a full house. Yeah, man. You see, you missed. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, man. How have you been doing? I've been all right. I've been sick, working. Yeah. yeah. It's that's, life. It's life, man. Nothing, yeah. nothing major to report. Hi Gina, Hi, you all right? You. right? Miss you too, my friend. This is foolishness. They've been sitting in the same room for the past what, how many minutes? I know it. <laughs> just silence. <laughs> you know, Brent will be proud because Brent always says, just wait for the show. Exactly, so Brent will be exactly, proud. Exactly. And he likes it when you're quiet. I did think when I yeah, walked loves, in, I thought, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes we just Everyone have quiet mornings, you know. Very quiet, not talking. I thought, it's 8 a.m. I like sometimes. Oh, damn, we beefing? Okay. <laughs> That's why I just. Sat in here and just walked in. Let me just kiki with you because the guys look a bit. Uh, I'm chilling, man. This morning. Uh, Is that what you thought? Yeah, I did. I literally walked in and I thought, oh, okay. So why don't you drop like an icebreaker or something? <laughs> <laughs> icebreaker? <laughs> I know you already. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know you already. I know you already. Literally. Also, I've been waiting to come in, man, so I can, I can, um, I can chastise Brent about something. Not chastise. Yeah, I man. heard that word yeah, in years. Man. Yeah, man. So I also Ooh, I've dude. also met Mark's son. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. Remember, you remember, came to antagonize Brent. Um, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's your linking yeah. up outside the <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, I've had Damn. the esteemed pleasure. <laughs> of meeting that young whippersnapper. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, when you meet Marcus, so it really is a pleasure to be in yeah, It's a pleasure to be in his presence. Yeah. He's just trying to get me kicked off the show. <laughs> yeah, man. We had, we had, we had some, a nice little exchange, some eye contact, a little spot. You know what's making me laugh? Brent's not turning around. <laughs> no, Brent is, Brent is not trying to turn Brent is, around. Brent is fuming. Brent is not trying to turn around. Brent. I've been waiting to say this, boy. <laughs> Brent. Brent, how do you feel, man? Talk to me, bro. Not even a giggle or nothing. No, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Brent, Brent right, do you want a hug? Because right now, oof. Brent is like, I'm going to pay your back. You don't even know it. Brent, how are you? Brent, what's going on? Morning. No, you're going to silent you. Nah, Excuse me, nah. sorry. <laughs> what's going on here? Get over yourself. Brent, how are you? I'm not <laughs> 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 your voice cracking. <laughs> you want to cry? It's all love. It's all love, Brent. Go and cry in the car. <laughs> <laughs> but how's everyone else doing? Yeah, man. Can't complain. Yeah? Yeah. I do feel a bit subdued today. How do what? I said, I do feel a bit subdued today. I can tell your energy's like, you didn't come in singing. Huh? You didn't come in singing. Yeah, I I was playing some music, but I couldn't find a song to really lift up. No scissor? No, it wasn't. Not that kind of morning. Wasn't that kind of morning. Mm. I couldn't find the. Maybe on my way home, I'll find it. You find it. I hope so. Because Friday's worry. your day, Marks. You can't. This but is Friday's not. Friday's my day to get the hell out of there. <laughs> 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 yeah, we can't have that on a Friday. Monday to Thursday, you're good, but not on a Friday. No, I'm ready to work, man. We good, man. Yeah, love it. Do you know? You good? Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Love that. Did you have a nice person? Yeah, many moons ago. Is it I actually closed up? I contemplated putting it back in, to be fair. I think it'd be nice. Is it closed up? Probably. It's been a very long time. I can see it. I was like 15, I know, but the hole just wasn't. It's been there. It's really cool. I'm good, guys. Thank you. I just, about to ask oh, okay. <laughs> I just about to. Thanks, Iman. I appreciate that. My, Niger- my um, Ghanaian slash Nigerian brother. You're back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Because the other day when it was me and you. Mm, do you know what? Yeah, let me. T- no, don't even say in secret. No, the other day, I think you weren't even here. Do you remember that day? I don't recall. I do. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall. This guy told me, oh, you know. How he's been to Ghana more than he's been to Nigeria. Wow. How he went to school in Ghana. Yeah. You know, mm. his parents um, were born in Ghana. Like, you was really giving me... Repping the flag. Ghana vibes. I'm, I'm and hold on, and today, because you're in front of your fellow Nigerian sister, you want to dismiss that conversation. He's not even looking at you now. You don't even look at my face. Hello? avoiding eye contact, boy. Once again, I don't recall. Oh, you don't? Brent, if you could clip this up, please. (laughs) And hashtag Nigerian TikTok. (laughs) I wasn't even talking about when he came in here. When you came in here, he talked about Aquaba. I said, (laughs) Aquaba? Brent, did you make that clip? Yo, phony. What what clip? Where she was saying, um, um, my man shut down the stage. Oh, but I'm a day in it. No, Esther. Who's that? Is that I, no, Esther. You know when you know when they say women forget what like. No, no, no. It was you. If it was, it was. I thought you were on my side. It was. No, I'm on your side. I just want the clip. I just want the clip. She said something, yeah. Yeah. And then I let her land. Allegedly, no. She said something. I let her land, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, but he didn't do that. She's like, I didn't say that. We all looked at each other. Oh, it was Rihanna. Huh? But like. You said no, it. Like, I went here. I was at no, home. you heard it, but you heard. But yeah, I was yeah, like, I watched it. I watched it. That's for the weekend. I have a lot of clips to be. Okay. Oh, okay. Ten. I'll be honest. You said I had a bad week. No, you had a bad week. I had a bad week. I've been getting caught since Monday. I'm not like your take yesterday about the period stuff. I was infuriated. It's okay, man. <laughs> I was like, why are you fighting for this? <laughs> like, why, why are you fighting you know, for this you know, cause? Like, it's not, it's, this is a not, this is I a lost cause. I'm not even fighting for things yet. I'm just, I'm just very passionate when I speak. So it, it comes across as if like, I'm like, it's this mm. way. No, it or is, no, it is. I nah, think, I think just... you've taken it upon yourself to take up for women. And sometimes mm. you don't assess the actual thing at hand before mm. you jump in. She don't care about women. She just cares about her own fiction. Once she, once she sets her stool out and she's on a hill, that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And she's not come what me. Hello, high water. <laughs> oh, Rain, okay. sweet snows. This is where this I set my stool out. I'm going for this one, boy. That's what she's on. 
Yeah, man. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I was actually thinking about it. Like, I, when I got home, I said, that was wild. <laughs> but I was, but then even to myself, I was like, no, but you said what you said, man. So yeah, I did. And I just carried on my day. <laughs> it's, it's what it is. But yeah. But um, guys, like the video, please. Um, subscribe to the channel. And let's get into our headlines. All right. So the first headline. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has arrived in Northern Ireland to hold talks with stormont party leaders. It comes amid speculation that a deal with, between the UK and the EU on the Northern Ireland protocol is imminent. Mr Sunak last visited Northern Ireland in December when he met the parties to discuss the controversial post-Brexit trade arrangements for the region. It's understood that the Prime Minister will speak to them again this morning on Friday. The Northern Ireland protocol is a trade deal that was agreed to ensure the free movement of goods across the Irish land border after Brexit. The UK and the EU have been in lengthy negotiations about making changes to how it operates. The Prime Minister's spokesman said, whilst talks with the EU... <laughs> Sorry, because you looked at me. <laughs> when? No, it's because you looked at me, innit? I don't when? know when no one else clocked what I said, you know. I didn't look at you. Did you look at what I said? No. no. Okay, cool. Do you want to say again? I said the Prime Minister spoke to them. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. A tab. <laughs> I, I didn't hear you said that. I, I just looked up. Is this a thing? This is catching on. You've got to try and be inclusive, you know. But is it? But people are using it wrong. Is it? Is it a spokesperson? You, you can't know. tell them how to use them. That's true for the company. I can't mm-hmm. today. Yep. Yeah, Carry on as you're working. All right. Um, so, yeah, that person said, whilst talks um, <laughs> with the EU are ongoing... Uh, ministers continue to engage with relevant stakeholders to ensure any solution fixes the practical problems on the ground, meets our overarching objectives, and safeguards Northern Ireland's place in the UK's internal market. And the next headline is basically about Sir Keir Starmer and him going to um, Ukraine to visit the president. So Keir Starmer has flown to Ukraine to reaffirm Labour's unwavering support for the country in its war with Russia. The Labour leader met President Vladimir Zelensky in Kiev ahead of next week's 24, 24th of February anniversary of the Russian invasion. He also travelled to Irpin and Bukha to see the sites of an alleged war crime. So Keir Starmer described their meeting in Kiev as very constructive. He said, we were able to discuss the support that Ukraine needs and the justice that it deserves. He also said, we discussed a range of issues. He's very concerned about support through weapons and the continuation of training for Ukraine. And I stress that the Labour Party supports and would maintain the defence, training and technological support the current UK government is providing. I've said throughout this conflict, there will be no difference between the political parties on this. So we will continue to work with the government to see what further support we can provide. Earlier, the Labour leader told reporters, it was very important to me, well, for me, to be here in Ukraine, making clear that support for Ukraine in the UK is united. Should there be an election next year and a change of government, the position on Ukraine will remain the same. And last headlines about Zelensky, basically, um, in an interview with BBC, saying that he's not going to negotiate a deal with uh, Putin and give up basically some of the Ukrainian territory. So in a BBC interview to mark a year since Russia's full-scale invasion, he warned conceding land would mean Russia would keep coming back. Mr Zelensky also said a predicted spring offence had already begun, adding that Russian attacks were already happening from several directions. He does, however, believe that Ukraine's forces can keep resisting Russia's advance until they're able to launch a counteroffensive. although he repeated his calls for more military aid from the West, saying, of course, modern weapons speed up peace. 
Weapons are the only language Russia understands. He met UK and EU leaders last week in a bid to bolster international support and to ask for modern arms to defend his country. When Ukraine's president asked for modern fighter jets, UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said nothing is off the table. But Kiev has become increasingly frustrated with the speed with which Western weapons have arrived. Deliveries of battle tanks promised last month by a swath of uh, Western countries, including Germany, the US and the UK, are still thought to be weeks away from arriving on the battlefield. President Zelensky also addressed the threat by the Belarus leader, Alexandra Lukashenko, to wage war against, alongside um, Russian troops from his territory, if a single Ukrainian soldier crossed the border. That's the end of the headlines. Thank you very much. Let's get into what you say in topic of the day. <laughs> All right, people. So, today's um, topic of the day, yeah, um, was inspired by conversation that we had the other day about um, Idris claiming well not wanted to be known as a black actor right oh yes or just a black actor I should say um, so I, th- I believe it was Nightfall and Stacey in the chat were talking about uh, why black people are obsessed with struggle so that's what I w- kind of want to base it on but it's also um, inspired by another thing that um, somebody else sent me on Instagram as well um, Shalisha so, um, big up Shalisha and basically again I'm gonna start with the whole black people being obsessed with struggle do you, do you guys feel like we are, as a community, um, of the mindset where we value struggle. Where it's like, for some reason, we always seem to be in a struggle situation. And, and then we, we kind of champion that. We definitely glorify struggle. Society. Okay. Like, we love it. And I think anything that does not... Anything, any good that has come about in the, without struggle being involved, just people undermine it a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But yeah. What about you guys? Mm. I think, I think, yeah, I think we do. I don't think we're obsessed with struggle, but I do think struggle is like a big part of like our narrative as black people and with a lot of the stuff that we do. And you think it's, it's, it's basically, there's a big contrast between how we see struggle and other races? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you feel like individually you guys do the same thing? Or I love you think struggle. Some, yeah. Yeah, I, I, nah. do. I, love, <laughs> you love I, I do. I love it. I do, man. Really? Not that, do you know what? I don't love it mm-hmm. in the sense where I want it, but I feel like I thrive in it, if that makes sense. Like, okay. if I look at, like, my life, it's not been plain sailing, but, and struggle is, like, a common thing. But mm-hmm. I feel like through that, it's kind of made me who I am, and it's mm-hmm. a big part of my character, and it's a big part of, like, my personality. Do you know okay. what I mean? So I feel like... It's, it's 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 there in it. Do you know what I mean? I don't love it. Obviously, I'd rather ha- I'd rather have it the other way. But mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not running away from it. Kind of is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. struggle's been a part of our history, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I think we kind of, in Come a way, off. embrace it. We is don't this kind camera of shy away on from me? it. Blank. Thank you. Yeah, I think we kind of embrace embrace the um, the struggle. Wrong it is. What? What's happening? It's the wrong no, no, because that one's and trying to fix it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, sir. Um, yeah, sorry. You've interrupted me too many times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to help everybody. I'm talking about you. Oh, I'm talking about the whole, the whole m- moment. It's yeah, sorry. You did the whole my, my, my gone, that's why. It's gone, it's gone, it's gone. They were talking about struggle, and mm-hmm. you were saying how people do glorify um, struggle. And yeah, because yeah. of our history as well. Yeah. No, no. Go around the room and then come back to me again. Because <laughs> right, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm thrown. Yeah, I'm, 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 okay, I'm not pro-struggle. Like, no. Because obviously struggle, sometimes you can't avoid struggle in your life. So okay. the thing, when, when I am presented with struggle, 
then like Gina, like I, I make it work for my good. But if there's a uh, where I can choose struggle or choose easy, I always choose easy. Because sometimes I don't get the choice. So where I can choose, I'm choosing the easier route. Mm. Do you know what though, yeah? Mm-hmm. I think... Actually, no, this is going to expose myself too much. It's fine. It's no, man. Let go, man. <laughs> no, I think... You know, like, I find comfort in struggle. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Is mm. it because you're used to it? Yeah. Mm. So I'm not going to lie. It's like... It's oh, not. It's not a good thing. Yeah. But I know, I like me being honest with myself and mm-hmm. like through therapy sessions and stuff. I I definitely like revel in like struggle. I don't think it's I like I don't choose. No, like you see how you said YouTube. I wouldn't choose the easy. Really? No. It's like when I think about like when I think about how I navigate certain things and situations and stuff. Yeah. There is there is an easier route that you can take. It's mm. like, but my brain doesn't go to that. My default setting is to like. Is that because you work best in, in struggle? I think most. so. But then also though, when you if something is easy, does that because it feels because you know sometimes yeah, when you're used to something, mm. when you then have it good, it's foreign to you and you don't know how to function yeah. in mm. that. Mm. And sometimes people that's when people like self sabotage or then go out of their way to make it difficult. Yeah. Like you're one of those people that can't function in like if something's good, it's difficult for you to. Yeah, it's too good to be true. Mm. Mm. Or maybe you f- you get more um, gratification. When you've worked hard for something, yeah, no, that's feels, definitely that's definitely the thing. It's uh, maybe it feels like it's of more value yeah. when you've actually worked hard for it, as opposed to it's been given to you quite easy. Yeah. So do you f- do you feel like that's the overall mentality of black people then? Because I feel like you've kind of articulated what most black people go through, but don't know what they're doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because because why why is it that that narrative kind of stuck on us? I think, think it's black I think, people. I think it's everybody. I think most everybody? most most people in general want to get it easy. I don't, think, okay. I don't think people won't struggle. Everyone in life is looking for shortcuts, looking for fast morning, money, guys. looking for the quick way out. Mm. I mean, good morning. Good morning. Morning, you okay? Oh, good. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, I well, I thought I would call it. You made my day. Yeah, do. Sorry, can't hear you too well. You know, your reception's kind of bad. Birmingham. Birmingham. That what you said, Brent. Are you able to hear me better now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Um, oh, my name is Abby. Um, I just thought I'd call in just to give uh, my opinion once. <laughs> oh, hi. Um, basic. well, um, I think, you know what? It's so weird because I think we're used to actually just being like in our just, we definitely, I think it's, the fact that obviously the history has made it we are so used to like struggling especially if your parents and whatever are like I guess the first ones to come into the country and like you come from uh, that's kind of like um, not being well that's not obviously like rich or whatever or like even like like well I suppose because like I don't know I feel like now that I've like that I suppose are outside of my race, it's now that I've actually realised that like some people have lived a nice life. Sorry, 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 sorry. Why is it? It's slipping. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What is wrong with you? Abby, Abby, what is wrong with you? Abby, sorry, we're finding it difficult to actually hear you because it keeps breaking up. We use French. All I heard was that you're in a relationship with a, a, a beautiful man. That's all I heard. So I congratulated you. No, I was saying that. Um, 
I was saying that I've been in relationships with people outside of my race kind of thing. And it's been <laughs> in the past. In the past. Not now. Okay. <laughs> and, and it's like, there is like disadvantages and stuff. But mm-hmm. like, I do think that when sometimes you do a date outside of relationships, it does actually show well mm. how us African people, we actually do suffer a lot. Like, it's just like the way that sometimes we do things is not like as straightforward as it could have just been. Be like from A to A.1, A.2, A.3, rather than just A. Whereas I feel like they are obviously, something is more like, so, and obviously you can get most people and stuff um, when you're from, I guess, like people that have got general, generational wealth. Uh, as opposed to us who haven't. So I feel like maybe that's why we are not like on, well, that's why we used to like struggling because obviously we not we still have time to catch up on. Mm. We're not at the same place. So your, your line's so breaking up again. So yeah, Abby, okay. I, think, I think we've gotten the gist of what you're saying, but we can't really hear too tough. So um, I'm going to knock it off. But thank you very much for calling. Thank you, Han. Have a nice Thank weekend. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, and you too, guys. Bye. Later. Bye. Thank you very much, Abby. Bye. I do get what she's saying, though. Mm-hmm. I do get what she's saying, but yeah, man. It's interesting. Okay, like, I don't want to make it about relationships and stuff, yeah. But to her point about, um, I guess, staying out of her race or whatever, I'm realizing... Finding less struggle. Huh? And finding less struggle. Finding less struggle. Mm. <laughs> do you think that's actually the case? You know, people say that, yeah, but do you know when I knew, because, okay, so growing up here, you always see the narrative of like, oh, white guys wouldn't treat you that way and white guys, blah, blah. When I watched Towie, mm-hmm. I said, nah, mate. Mm-hmm. You just, I feel like, I feel like <laughs> when it comes to dating, you actually just got to find the right one. It doesn't matter what race it is. Mm. You just got to find the right one because any race will show you pepper. I've spoken to Indian girls mm. and they've been going through it. I've spoken to Irish girls. I've spoken to the white, the white girls get it the worst. I'll be honest with you. I just think you have to find the right person. I don't think any race is necessarily easier. I do think that in the black community, we have a lot of like, we first, we're talking. No, we're, we're getting to know each other. Then we're talking stage. Then we're like, oh, situationship. Then we go back to talking stage because it didn't really work out in situationship. We have, it's too, love for us is too complicated. Mm. And I feel like for other races, why it appears easy is because you can be talking, like everything just seems very smooth and just direct as opposed to all the obstacles that comes in the black community. But I just think, in this life, you just have to find a good person because you can chop breakfast anywhere, boy. Any but, race. Is, but is that a race thing, though? It's not really a race thing, then, is it? It's just a. I think it is, you know. Black love is too complicated. Hmm. It's way too complicated. I think so. It's too, it's also, too many but steps. You, know, but you think, you know think what black also love is more complicated than, than the. Indian mixed... love. No, not Indian, not on Indian. Oh. As when in, you say it's too complicated, what do you mean? Like, we have too hmm. many. We, so it's, like, it's never even as easy culturally, as this, like. Yeah. You know how, like. I get what she means in a sense where I feel like we have, there's a lot more issues that we have to deal with as a community. Mm -hmm. So we've got Africans versus Caribbeans. Not saying that's the thing, but do you know what I mean? Like you've got cultural differences. You've got got Ghanaians versus versus Nigerians. In in, in Ghana, you've got Ashanti's versus Ghana. Like there's all all these layers. You think there's less struggle if a black person dates outside of 
No, 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 no. I'm saying as a community, yeah. I don't obviously I can't speak on other races because mm. I'm not I'm I don't I'm not privy to what goes on in their community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But from what I can see within us, I feel like there's a lot of obstacles and hurdles we deal with in our like space in regards to like dating, love and whatnot. Sorry, I'm even saying just in terms of us getting to know each other, the process to become a girlfriend, you're fighting obstacles and Ooh, like you, it's a squid game to get, to mm. become a girlfriend these days. You get what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. When I see my um, non-black friends, they meet somebody, they get to know each other. Okay, I'm interested in you. I'm, we're dating exclusively. Now now that's a girlfriend. Do you get what I mean? But with us, it's like, mm. we're doing talking stage, talking stage, talking stage, talking stage. Obviously, again, <laughs> it depends on each individual. Mm-hmm. Some people will move things f- further along, but there seems to be a consensus within the black community that I am familiar with, people that I've spoken to. Do you know what I mean? But... Where it's like, it's not, it's like hurdle after hurdle after, like it's so, it's like we don't want to, you just don't want to enjoy love. Just, just embrace it. Is it really that uh, maybe there's more struggle with us or just different struggles? So for example, and uh, and to some degree, we have a certain level of um, respect for our parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like white people, obviously no disrespect to them, whatever. Yeah, like Jeremy's saying ever. You know what I'm saying? From, from 13. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Why is your hand up like you're going to <laughs> Because my upbringing was really different. Okay. Like my mom, okay, my mom, yeah. I've said, not I've, you stayed over. I've said this on Meet Us anyway, yeah. My mom is not your typical Ghanaian mom mm-hmm. at all. I mm. had boys, like my boyfriend stayed over when I was a teenager. It was nothing. Mm. Like from 15. Oh, what, can come to the yard and Yeah. Like I've never, I've never had a, I've never. Where did he sleep? In my bedroom. Like I'm not even. What, I never, salmons ever, in it? Ne- what? Salmons. <laughs> Everyone's wrong. <laughs> I plead the fifth. No, no I'm just saying. No, but obviously not, not to deep dive. I wasn't having sex though. Oh, okay, just checking. Okay, I wasn't saying, having sex. saying how cool was Momsy? No. Yeah, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to find out. No, I wasn't having sex, but what I'm saying is my mum, me and my mum's relationship is extremely unique. Mm. Like my mum's my friend. I can talk mm. to my mum about sex if I, like, do you know what I mean? That's how cool me and my mum are. And that's not a regular African mum. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Growing up for me, my upbringing was different to like my friends and stuff. Like yeah. I had a boyfriend. My mum knew my boyfriend. My boyfriend could come to the house. I, and mm. the thing is, it wasn't just one way. His parents were, they're going in as well, but it was mm. weird. It was like vice versa. I could stay at his house mm. and it wasn't a thing. Do you get know what I mean? So yeah. my experience was different. I like hmm. that. That's very progressive. Yeah. You're, de- you're definitely in the um, no, an anomaly. I, you know, oh, listen, oh, I, know, I know I'm an anomaly. Like, <laughs> Like, oh, hands down, I never Because the typical Africans, we go from don't have a boyfriend to where's your husband? Yeah. It's like, where in this between? Is where was I going to meet this man when you were yeah. telling me don't, like, literally, it switches in a day. It's but, crazy. But, this, but this is why maybe we have like tw- 28 million talking stages because it's like you only want to bring one person to your parents. Mm. But white people are not afraid of that. You know what I'm saying? They, they just bring somebody from. I love that. When they're. Do you mind looking to Facebook here? The girls that the, I went to school with. just be got different. Yeah, but you know what is? I don't, I don't want the 20 million talking stages. I feel like if you're intentional about who you're dating, mm. there's no. Like, what more, what more do you want to talk about? I'm talked out. Do you want to be with me or you don't want to be with me? And, and that's. Like, I get, like, I get you um, bringing what you want to bring one person to your family and whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this dating game, it's not realistic because you could be with someone for 10 years mm-hmm. and then you guys break up and yeah. then you're with someone else. Like it's, it's just, it is what it is. If someone means something to you now and their presence in your life is valuable, mm-hmm. then just enjoy that and not try to limit that and be like, well, I don't want to show my parents. I don't want to do that. I just think that's really what my thing is with mm-hmm. the black community. I think it's too complicated. It's too, too many hurdles. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's, 
it's ridiculous. Even um, Annie, you know Anna Joya, the mm. YouTuber. She went to she moved to America and she was talking about how like she moved to America and this man she met a guy and already like things have progressed. She said if I was in the UK, I would still be asked doing doing what's your favorite color. Yeah, but then that's that's not black. That's American in the UK. Though. I mean that's American to be fair. That's Amer- that's American guys. Yeah. Mm. I don't, I'm not sure if it's black, but whatever. But even that, I feel like it, to be fair, actually, yeah, there is a black thing, but I do think in British black as well. It's even worse than in general. Cause actually, mm. no, actually, yeah, cause I don't think it's like that in Nigerian stuff. What? If anything, the guys are love bombing you on date one, boy. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it's a British thing. It's a British black thing. Hmm. Interesting. But do you know what I've no, okay. but I think if you compare it to Africans, though, I'm not gonna mm. lie, I feel like them not they're too intense. They don't have common sense. And this isn't a this, this isn't disrespectful, but it's that a man will meet you and after a week tell you he loves you. Like I don't think there's any yeah, logic that, that one's over mad. there. That one's mad. Like the stories I hear and the way I see things progress, I just think really yeah. like, I think it's, you need a healthy speed. But do you, could it be the definition of the word love though for people back home? Is it maybe just saying, look, I really like you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's and not and, love, and uh, huh? I said really liking someone is different to loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you maybe that's not just necessarily their first language. No, 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 it tends to be white and very, very steamed and very tailored. They got them, you know them, them um, yeah, they got the slippers. Mm-hmm. They got like a nice out. little cap. They got an iPhone and always have a nice car. But what you don't know is that that car, that's where they sleep mm. and eat and everything. So then when they were like saying how, if you say you invite a guy around, mm. you just clock that, all of a sudden he's not leaving. Like he's just, now he's there to stay. And now he's dictating, like, I want this for breakfast. Like, before you know it, you're, you've just got someone you're living with. So mm. I feel like love bombing, sometimes people do it. It's too intense, the love bombing, because they're trying to find a home sometimes. Wow. It's crazy. So all of these struggles. Not yeah. my words, by the way. This is what the people of the bridge <laughs> told me. So, you, you know what? So what Mark's here, in Jamaica here. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like the struggle is the same, though? Like with Africans? Oh. Like basically, um, what know, struggle for? Like well, firstly, I ain't lived in Jamaica, so but I don't know because obviously he's always talking about relationships and stuff. I feel like there's different levels to the struggle. I think you'd have to mm. isolate like what kind of yeah, struggles what, what kind of struggle you mm. are, are talking about because if you're gonna, um, like if you're talking about worldly struggles and life struggles, there's no comparison to people mm. that's being raised in, in garrisons in Jamaica mm. or in wherever they are like you know what I'm trying to say like mm. us over here we're, we, got it, we got it pretty easy mm. but then again it's not really about comparing struggles though like everybody's mm. struggling and that's what I'm trying to say I don't think that's a yeah. I don't think that's a race thing I think mm. white people Indian people like obviously the struggles are different because yep. we've got race to deal with as well as mm-hmm. everything else but working class people are, are working class people they're going through the same thing people People, mothers, young mothers, single mothers, got nursery fees. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like cost of living, everybody's got electric to pay. Yeah. No one ain't getting paid more than everybody. Everybody's struggling. I don't think that's a it's a black thing. I think the black issue that I look at is that the struggles, obviously there's there's more struggle because we've got other aspects yeah. going mm. into it that you've got to mm. take into consideration. Mm. I think you'd have to let me know like what kind of struggle you're going to be referring to. Because I think everybody's struggling. Yeah, mm. you're, you're right. Everyone else struggling. But yeah. just depending, depends on what we're talking about. 
Okay, like you know, you know, like um, the saying. You heard a saying about, but I remember Fifty said it in one of his bars. Mm. So I'm like, um, someone told him I'm butchering the bar, yeah. but basically, <laughs> some, something along the lines of um, God's favorites always get a hard time, or mm. something like that. Yeah, that seems to be something that black people hundred percent hold on to. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, oh, you know, God won't give me a, a, a temptation I can't handle. So it's, it's tough. It means I'm a strong person. Perseverance. Perseverance. Yeah. All that stuff. Do you think white... Obviously, we're not white here, yeah. But yeah. do you feel white people think this way? And if they don't, why is it? Why, why are we holding on to but this? But that's just on Bible verses. I, I think if you're a religious Christian yeah. white woman, I think mm-hmm. that's, you're kicking the same shit. I, I think, think so. It's the same verses. I just think historically... Historically. Mm. Historic, historically, we've mm. just had more struggle, man. From so the, from okay. the beginning of time, so it's just, it's just embedded in our in our culture, mm. struggling. Okay. It's just a part of our DNA, so to speak, isn't it? Like mm. everyone struggles, but it seems like black people have more hurdles, like <laughs> racism and God knows what, in it. So if it feels like, sorry, it feels like struggle is like it's like a rite of passage in some respects. No, I agree. It's just something that black people go through. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this question. Yeah, how do you think? Since like Gina, you said earlier that individually. Um, we actually accept struggle or seem to direct ourselves towards the struggle for some mm. reason. How do you think, as a community, we can ease the struggle? By helping each other more? Yeah. I think helping each other more, I think not gatekeeping certain things, because I think that is also a problem that we have as a community, mm-hmm. but I, that stems from something else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I do feel like sometimes we don't, we don't help each other or put other people in positions that we know can help them based on... Mm. crabs in the barrel like thing um, and that crabs in the barrel thing do you think it's subconscious or is it on purpose I think it's sub- I think it's subconscious I don't think everybody like goes out of their way to prevent people from like do you know what I mean mm-hmm. but sometimes you can subconsciously not want to put someone on um, I guess out of fear of losing your own position uh-huh. and I feel like obviously that's how Society's kind of made it. Like, I, I don't, I don't feel, again, I can't talk on their community because I'm not part of their community. Mm-hmm. But if I'm from the outside looking in, it wouldn't appear that, you know, it's like, oh, there's only space for one of me here. Mm. So I have to make sure that I'm the one that gets that position. Just, do you know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. in like a workforce place, like, majority of the people are going to look like you. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like with us, we can walk into an interview. Like, we, remember we spoke about the other day about going for an interview and like, if yeah, you, yeah. if it's, it mm-hmm. can go either way, right? So I feel like they don't have those issues. So that can affect, I feel like that can affect how how willing you are mm-hmm. to like put someone in a position. Do you get what I mean? Do you think also um, that might be a cultural thing and less a race thing? So for example, say in this country, you might walk down the street, see black people, not acknowledge them. Mm. But say you're in Asia or some next place where there's like black people scarce. Mm. You see them, for some reason, they're your brother or sister. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why do you think that's the case? Because we know that we are in the minority here, the vast minority. So is it like a okay? I need you. No, here? but in the Caribbean, people there's all black people. They even say morning to each other and stuff. Okay, like that. so could, you're saying it could be a cultural thing, like mm. a UK, American type thing. Yeah, I think culturally I think it, it, we are. It depends, man. I think it depends because if if the Jamaican thing, I think that speaks more to the culture, like everyone's way more friendly and way more of a community. If I go to, I don't know, Reading. <laughs> I know that there's probably a scarcity of black people in Reading. Okay. So if I see a black person, I'm probably gonna hail them up. I make a more of a effort uh-huh. because I know that 
you ain't gonna see another black person for another couple of days, maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hold that. You know what I mean? Whereas in London, mm-hmm. you know it's gonna happen every five minutes. Mm. So there's, there's a less of an urgency to to do it, so to speak. You know what I mean? Okay. Like uh, like I was saying, yeah. Somebody, Shalisha, big up Shalisha. You sent me a clip on Instagram, yeah, about this. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you a story. Basically, it's about this guy. He's a um, famous mathematician back in the day, yeah, by the name of Yuri Treisman, yeah. He was at uh, UC Berkeley. And basically, he had these, his whole class, and he, what he noticed was that the Asian people thrived in that class. Mm-hmm. And the black people, for some reason, weren't doing too well. And he thought, why is this happening? So obviously, he spoke to some of his colleagues and, f- and thought, is this same type of thing happening in your classes? What's make, why is it that the Asian people are doing considerably better than the black people? And they were like, oh, maybe... They're just not up to, up to it, basically, right? Or maybe they weren't prepped for this type of level of education from their previous school, things of that nature. And you thought, nah, but because to get into here, you need to be of a certain level. Mm. So don't tell me about ability. There's something else, right? And, he, and so he went to the black people and said, look, let me observe you guys if that's cool. Fine. You notice after some time, yeah, that the black people seem to work and study a lot harder and longer than the Asian people. What was the issue? The issue, the only difference he found was that when the Asian people studied, they always studied in groups. Mm. Black people went to their dorms, did their own thing in the library alone. Do you feel like that same principle is what's basically stifling us, stagnating our progress in all areas of life? The reason why I'm going to say yes is because if I look at it from a com- community perspective, I do feel like Asians stick together okay. a lot more than we do mm-hmm. in terms of yeah, I feel like they do stick together. I feel like, obviously, we've asked, we know what our issues are, innit? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's never here nor there. But if I look at other cultures, like Jewish people, Asians, mm-hmm. like, they are a lot more supportive, I believe, as a community, and they stick a lot more together. Obviously, I don't know if they have any issues in-house, because, mm-hmm. again, I'm not from there. But I can see how that does impact mm-hmm. our growth, mm-hmm. because we're not willing to, do you know what I mean, band together and do things together. Did you have study groups when you were studying in uni or did you do it by yourself? I did, you know. I had. I, did, was, yeah. I didn't have study groups. I yeah, had a both. group project. Yeah, depends, yeah. I did it with my... If people, like... One of my friends, and my housemate actually, was on the same course as me. So we kind of banded together. And then, like, on our course, again, you know you naturally gravitate to black people. So there was, like, a little mini group of us. And even in college, same thing. Mm. I did it with people. Yeah, actually, yeah. I didn't do it alone. So, group so, projects I did with people. Like mm. I think college, I defo, um, I defo did like have like my group and we'd go to like library together and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uni, unless it was like a group project, mm. so Korean, I did the same thing with the actually. Asian people. So you get better grades. Yeah, but depends on who's in your class, though, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. What do you mean? And who you're friends with now? Okay, okay. Yeah, because for example, when I was in my masters, a lot of the guys that I hung around with were Indian and Pakistan mm. because there's a lot of them there. No, because mm. you're smart. What's that? What do you mean? Because you were smart, smart to hang around so you with the people. No, because there were a lot of them in it, and I just <laughs> a lot less black people. <laughs> there was not there was less, less black people, wasn't it? So it was only it was natural. Mm. So with the group, I just became friends with them, whatever. Mm. The funny thing is, I did work out. I did work with them, even mm. outside of um, group projects. Mm-hmm. If I needed extra help or whatever, I used to go around, and they they were always mm. um, working together. So did you find that they had any? any like exceptional skills levels or what was the difference there why did they get good results what did you find in your experience from working with them um well nothing broad but i went over there specifically for help with the um finance um side of things 
And one of the guys in particular, he was very good at it. So I went to him for um, extra tutoring. But when I went to his house a few times, other guys from my course were there as well, all doing work together. Okay. Yeah. So they had this sense of each one teach one, community helping each other. Da, da, da. I think black people, we're, we're more so, we move as individuals, more mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. Like we kind of, it's like a dog eat dog mentality, I think, as less of a, let me help my, my brother. I don't, know, I don't know what it is though. If if we was in like um, Asia or like you said, like in Reading or somewhere, mm. yeah, do you think we'll make How you more? Go from Asia to Reading. <laughs> 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 do you think we'll make more of an effort to like, let's just say we was in uni, yeah, mm. to to find each other, yeah, and and do that? We would, I think so. You think it's what for work because. Even Not for work, but I feel like just in general, even the fact that like there's ACSs that exist in like, because yeah. I went to Uni Manchester, innit? So yeah. the ACS was like, we thrived off of ACS, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like we'd come together because we knew, although obviously Man Manchester's a bit more multicultural than being in Reddit. Yeah. Still, we were the minority, do you know what I mean? And it wasn't the same as going to like a Brunel or like a Hertfordshire. But the thing is, what did you guys do together as ACS? Or was it more social and fun or was it more academic? No, that was ACS is mainly from what I understand, like social fun, stuff. Yeah. And fun. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. ACS is more so just going out, doing group activities at, mm. in the aim of fun, as opposed to educational stuff. Education stuff isn't it? Do you know what I think? Do you know what I realized though? Yeah, when I went to sixth form, um, it was a predominantly black school. Hmm. So the school I went to was mainly white, and then my sixth form was predominantly black. And obviously, in my school, there was loads of white people and Asians, and all the Asians in my school were like top. Mm. dog like the when it came to academics black people weren't really there then i went to sixth form and it was like all the smart people were but not all but like the black mm. people were like smart, doing bits you see mm. beverly mm. don't ever sleep on beverly because her brain like blows my mind do you know what i, mean? I used mm. to think how are you so good at math like i didn't yeah. get it do you know what i mean mm. and um when i used to speak to her and like figure out why she was so like why she was so smart and it wasn't mm. just her there was like a group of them yeah from young like she's she said do you know what? it's discipline so she was like, growing up here, she weren't allowed to like play out and do, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? So like from young, as soon as she finished school, she's like, I had to be home at a certain time and I had tutoring. Mm -hmm. Like, and her parents instilled that in her and mm -hmm. like, she just, she thrived in being a boffin. She didn't care. Like, mm -hmm. you know how like when you're growing up, it's not cool to be like smart. Like a book mm -hmm. one. Yeah, but for her and her group of friends, that wasn't the case. When we got to sixth form and them that were thriving, everybody else was trying to play catch up. Mm. And now it was cool to be smart because when it came to A-levels, you lot aren't crying about your grades mm. because you lot are thriving. You're going to everywhere that you want. You're not doing clearing. Like they, do you know what I mean? I just, mm. I noticed the shift and the difference. Mm. Yeah. Okay, but do you feel like, because again, yeah, using Ghana as an example, yeah, for example. Oh, the place you don't <laughs> want to claim. How dare you? When I was in school, yeah, mm. like you get ranked, innit? Obviously, you would know as well, innit? Listen, yeah. Nigeria, you're repeating class until you pass, bruv. There you Yo, go. You're, you're ranked here as well, though. No, like you, you get. Well, like, when uh, name is shamed, like yeah. it's an assembly thing. Your name will be there in yeah. the position oh. in the class in every subject. Oh, right? okay. yeah. So, like, do you feel like if that system was here, oh, that would be better, hundred percent. Yeah. No, but it's it's here, not in that degree. Though, for example, in my yeah. school, we had all the form groups mm -hmm. were ranked as in tiers. You had top set. Okay, yeah, bottom yeah, set. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, you knew yeah, who was, you knew who was in the bottom set. You knew who yeah. was in the top set. Mm -hmm. You knew who was in the middle. I feel like the discipline here when it comes to education is like it's so lax here. Like the shock in my system mm. when I got here, I was thinking, nah, you people are playing about. Mm -hmm. Like in Nigeria, like the way the discipline is, the way education is taken so seriously, the way like the whole ranking thing happen works. Like you, when you say you got eighty percent, yeah, 
you want to get 85 next time. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it, it just instills something in you where you want to always be better and better. And what my school used to do was actually in assembly, they would announce that this, the students that got like the highest um, like marks. Mm -hmm. So you'd always, you'd want your name to be like part of that. And then like the pictures would be like on the wall, like employee of the month, mm -hmm. but like student of like the week or whatever. Mm. And you'd want your picture up there. So all that kind of stuff really instills that in you. And in Nigeria as well, if you don't pass, you don't, you don't progress to the next class. You have to work to progress to the next class. So you will repeat, you can be year three mm. or year five, three times <laughs> until you make the grades to get mm. to year six. Isn't you're not moving like on that? to year six. Do you get me? Like well. And I think that helps because then yeah. you want to move on with your friends. Do you mm. get me? You don't want to be left behind when your friend. And all of that stuff, mm -hmm. raise my kids that way, man. Military, but I love it. Also, yeah. Do you feel as though us kind of doing things in, like individually and, and whatnot, yeah. Is more so so that at the end of the day we can say, you know, I did it by myself. I didn't need nobody. I'm self-made. I'm this, that, and the third. I think I, I don't hear white people talking like this. I think there's a element of that that people want to stand alone at the at the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I, I did this. Mm. I think I don't know. Maybe there's more satisfaction with doing something without any help. Do you guys feel, feel that in the, like, for yourselves? No, no, I'm God-made boy. Because <laughs> thing is, thing is, don't don't get me wrong, right? Mm. I'm not against asking for help, but okay. I know I will feel more satisfaction if I've done something by myself. Okay. No, not that I wouldn't want help, but I know yeah, achieving you, achieving yeah. a goal by myself, going through hurdles and what, what, it don't have to be a struggle. Mm -hmm. It just has to be something that was challenging to a degree. Yeah, like your mm. discipline got you that yeah. you did this. Yeah, I'll feel more proud of myself for sure. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. What are you marks? Do you value like you? Doing something for yourself, or do you feel like you know it doesn't matter? As long as I get to the get there, that's what matters. Yeah, I don't care as long as I get my results. Because I'm good at delegating. It feels nice. It'll be good if I do it for myself. But mm -hmm. if I can make someone do something, if I can get it easier, I'll be happy with that. Because I feel like that might be another thing that I think black people kind of um, get wrong, man. Because I think it's it's kind of a myth to think that anybody gets to a particular place by themselves mm. entirely. You don't. It, it just doesn't happen. You can't. But yet, for some reason, we'll go into a situation thinking, oh, I can do this alone. I can do this. No, one's, no one does. It just like, doesn't I mean, happen. I, can't, I ain't gone through all the cases with a fine comb, man, but mm. like, I'm sure there may be some cases where someone literally just got it out of the mud all by themselves miraculously. Mm. But when you break down and you check someone's stories, like it's like, that's why you just got to do for yourself. Because once you do, the rest will fall into place. Like, mm. But it's never really alone. You know what I'm trying to say? No, like, doors no. open up, you get linked, yeah. you meet someone. Rah, rah, rah. Even though you've done it for yourself, when you look back through certain people's stories, it's like, if I didn't meet this person, yeah. that put me, I couldn't have... You feel me? Yeah, mm -hmm. but you know what it is, though? Is that people that are at the top, they're not always honest about that. Do you know what I mean? So they so everyone else who's working to try and get to where that yeah. person is, yeah. all, you're, all they tell you is, oh, no, nah, I did it by myself. Work hard, wake up at this time, yeah. blah, blah. They're not being honest that, no, I actually met somebody and because of that, like, he was able to put me on and blah, blah. That's why I always value those kind of people who actually keep it real and be like, no, you can't do it by yourself. Like, no, mm. no man is an island. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But it's because people are not honest. But the reality is you can't yeah. make it by yourself. Like some people don't value the contribution that other people make yeah. to mm. their journey. Mm -hmm. So they feel like the struggle they went through negates the little help that they mm -hmm. think that person gave them on yeah. the way. Mm -hmm. Whereas, no, it actually played a big part in your They're journey. You just haven't really acknowledged it because you're trying to be steadfast in your mm -hmm. own individuality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also, just I just saw a comment. Oh, okay. I'm getting a call. I hope Good morning, caller. Morning. Good morning. All right. Hey. Your signal's not good then. That'll do it. That'll do it. 
yeah, um, Ebony in, in the chat basically said, ah, oh, um, <laughs> what am I talking about with regards to Elon Musk, Trump, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, all these people coming from rags to riches, yeah? None of the people you mentioned did it alone. That, that, that's a fact. There's nothing anyone can yeah, say. Did you say like, oh, my dad gave me a small loan of, um, a small gift of $100,000? None of them. I like a small gift like that. That is the coldest thing. I did it. Oh, I did it. Oh, with one small two hundred fifty thousand loan <laughs> from my daddy. That's mm -hmm. all it took. Mm. That's all it took. Big up dad, man. Mm. <laughs> oh, big up daddy. <laughs> you know that's, that's, a good, that's a good point. Yeah, like if we all got those type of small loans, small loans. Yeah, <laughs> the, like you know what I mean, like that generational wealth. Yeah, mm. but still had the same mentality of trying to do everything by ourselves. Would we keep that generational wealth? Oh no! Just getting the loans not enough though. There's guys. plenty of kids that's pissed their yeah, hundreds of thousands yeah. up the wall from their dads. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I'm trying yeah. to say? That like, just getting the loan ain't enough to be fair to people. You get me? Yeah, yeah. So, so that means potentially we could squander. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of like reparations. I personally, again, I'm not trying to get into the FBA people out there. Mm. You know, the all them people trying to get reparations and things of that nature. Yeah, but I feel like loads, millions of black people in America will squander that money if if given reparations. Hundred yeah. percent. Do you feel like the same principle applies here? So even if we had... You've got reparations? Not, not necessarily reparations, just, just help from like <laughs> our, our <laughs> parents and things cold. like that. How could you write that? What she said? No, she was saying, she never said that. She was saying that if you listen to their stories, they talk about getting it on their own. She said Trump literally said the one meal his dad gave him was irrelevant. So, okay, I don't know, I don't know many irrelevant <laughs> millions of <laughs> pounds. Boy. That's cold. I that is irrelevant cold. when it comes my way, boy, because that's wild. I need an irrelevant uh, meal. You know what I'm saying? Trust day. me. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, but like, do you feel like that? Like, we'll basically squander that, even if like all of our parents, for example, gave us a hundred k or gave us a certain um, leg up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you know if we're just gonna rely on ourselves. Now, I think you squander it if you... There's so many there's so many factors that come into play when it comes mm -hmm. to being successful. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like financial literacy, discipline, understanding the value of... The actual value of things, yeah. having a vision. You can have all those things and not know what to do with the money. So the money's yeah. just sitting there. Money never grows. Knowledge there's and network. Knowledge, exactly. There's so much that goes into it that it's difficult to just say that whether you will or will not squander it. There's mm -hmm. a lot. There's Depends, people that yeah. have been given like five grand mm -hmm. and have turned it into something amazing do you get what I mean so yep. it just is based on the individual and what yeah. it, what qualities they have yeah. I think as the years have rolled by I've put more emphasis on on working smart as opposed to working yeah. hard like I, I, I'm happy when I find a way to you know make my process quicker more efficient mm -hmm. with less struggle mm -hmm. yeah like and get find, good results exactly find loopholes find shortcuts not not cutting quality mm -hmm. but just finding a, a, a quicker way to get to well, where I want to be. Right, like, just yeah, working yeah. smart. I feel like I put that on the pedestal way above working hard on the struggle yeah. for sure. D does that does that involve other people in that process? Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. Has to. Yeah, it has to. It has to. I think working smart in different capacities it, it involves getting other people involved, yeah. other people with different different skill sets, mm -hmm. contacts, people who are more well versed in whatever capacity that can help you. you know what I mean, yeah. mm. that's why networking is so Likes. important because certain people's ability is like capped at the yeah. end of the day, whether they, whether you want to meet, mm. whether you want to meet or not, whether it be mm. financially or like just your network circles or whatever mm -hmm. you're trying to say. And obviously you have to work hard and put yourself in a position to meet people and put yourself in the right places. So mm -hmm. when opportunity arises, you can take the opportunity to do it. But certain time it's like, 
you need like not everybody. This is not speaking for everybody, but there's certain people that are in the position. It's like I need to meet this person that's gonna yeah. change my life essentially, and not necessarily like gift me anything mm-hmm. or whatever, but just be that bridge yeah. that I need to cross, like that that dot that I need to connect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Like if I don't meet this person, mm. I'm screwed mm. basically. Because how am I gonna do it mm-hmm. for myself? Mm. You get me? There's bare people in that position. Do you feel? Do you feel like that's a good mentality to have though? Where it's like I need to to, to find this link, this bridge. It depends if it's if it's if it's a if it's a mental block and it's not real, then maybe it's not a good mentality to have. Mm. But if it's real, mm. like if you're trying to get into certain industries that are like gate gate kept by certain individuals, it's like if I don't get yeah. a connect, I'm mm. not mm, mm-hmm. I'm not in I'm not in the house, I'm not in the clubhouse. That's then what do you want to do? You have to sort it out, you have to go and find it. Mm. Cool. I think that's it for the topic of the day, man. Right. That was a good one. Thank you. Um, let's get into our next headlines. All right. So our next headline, a high court judgment that, that regulations affecting more than 2.5 million EU citizens living in the UK are unlawful will not be challenged by the government. The Home Office has confirmed it will not appeal against the ruling, despite previously indicating it would do so. Many EU citizens could have faced losing their rights to residence if they did not further apply for settled or pre-settled status within five years. We spoke about this, I think, sometime last year as well, um, how it affected certain doctors in the NHS. And the case was brought by a watchdog for EU citizens' rights after Brexit. The watchdog, Independent Monitoring Authority, IMA, was supported by the European Commission and the 3 million, which is a group representing EU citizens in the UK. It said the High Court, high court ruling had averted a ticking time bomb. In, Dece- in December, Mr Justice Lane concluded that part of the European Union settlement scheme set up by the Home Office to settle EU citizens' immigration status was based on an incorrect interpretation of the withdrawal agreement between the UK and the EU. The Home Office said the judgment was now law and it was working to implement it as swiftly as possible. A spokesperson said those with pre-settled s- status are encouraged to apply for, for settled status as soon as they are eligible so they can obtain secure evidence of their right of permanent residence in the UK. And um, this next headline is basically Spain are, are somewhat moving in the same direction as as, um, as Scotland, man. I don't think they've learned from Nicola Sturgeon. But Spain's parliament have given final approval to a law allowing people over 16 to change their legally recognised gender without medical evaluation. It passed with 191 votes in favour and 60 against. The process to change gender on documents could, in theory, now take around three to four months. Another law passed on Thursday includes paid menstrual leave for women suffering severe period pain. Previously, people needed a medical diagnosis of gender dysphoria and to have been on hormonal treatment for two years to change their gender on their ID card. Now, they can identify as another gender and confirm it three months later. Those aged 12 to 13 will need a judge's approval while people aged 14 and 15 will need parental permission. Before the vote, Equality Minister Irene Montero told lawmakers that trans people are not sick people, they are just people. She was pictured smiling outside Congress after the law was passed, bringing a 20-month-long parliamentary debate to a close. But the law was not universally welcomed. One protester who was outside the court, by the name Patricia Bilbao, said, we are here to support the rights of women as they are completely erasing us with these misogynistic laws. And the last headline here, yeah. Tell me what you guys think. Is this too much faith or is this is this he such a thing? Right. <laughs> That's what he is. All right, well, we'll see. We'll see. A pastor in Mozambique 
has died after trying to fast for 40 days, emulating what Christ is said to have done in the Bible. Francisco Baraja, who is the founder of the Santa Trinidad Evangelical Church, died at a hospital in the city of Beira, where he was evacuated in critical condition. After 25 days without food or water, he had lost weight to the point where he could not stand up. He was aged 39. He had been taken to hospital at the insistence of relatives and followers and was diagnosed with acute anemia and failure of his digestive organs. He was rehydrated with serums and an attempt was made to introduce liquid foods, but it was too late and he died on Wednesday. The pastor was also a French teacher in the town of Mesica in the central province of Manica, which is bordering Zimbabwe. Members of the Santa Trinidad um, Church said it was common for the pastor and his followers to fast, but obviously for not that long. His brother, um, Marquis Manuel Baraja, said the pastor had fasted, but he challenged the medical diagnosis about his death. He said, the truth is that my brother suffered from low blood pressure. It's not the first report of such a deadly attempt to imitate Christ's 40-day fast in the desert, as described in the Gospel of Matthew. In 2015, a Zimbabwean man died after 30 days. Local media said in 2006, a British coroner found that a woman died halfway through a similar fast in London. Is he stupid or is he doing something that is, you know, He's stupid? I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't, can't be Jesus. Em, you can't emulate Christ. I don't. You can't emulate Christ. That's yeah. blasphemy, and now you got to explain to the Lord in His face. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an awkward. No, basically, yeah. I tried trying to be you. I tried to be you, and um, it didn't work out. Can well, I get another chance? He thought his human body could survive 40 days like, with no nothing, no water, no food at all. Yeah, mm. But you know what's mad? The thing is that the way this, some of these pastors are set up here, mm. had he survived that, we wouldn't have heard, we wouldn't have heard the end of, it, end of it. He would have told the people, like, listen, I'm, I am Jesus. I am the second. Or like, you know I mean, he would have, <laughs> he would have done too yeah, much. The reason why no, no one's doing it, because you can't. Yeah. Didn't You're David, not God. Didn't David Blaine do that, though? I don't know who that is. You know the, the comedian? David Blaine. Magician, the, no. it, not okay. comedian, so magician. Magician, yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah. Also, where is, is this? This isn't. This is in the Bible, right? Yeah, the forty days. Yeah, fast. so Jesus yeah. fasted for forty yeah. days and forty nights. Okay. Nine. Yeah. Oh, I'm embarrassing. Well, that's, that's embarrassing the pastor, man. I think it was stupid, man. Cool. Damn shame. <laughs> well, that's the end of their lines. Let's get into Word and Road. Okay. So, pretty sad news yesterday. Um, Bruce Willis's family have confirmed that he has dementia. So they put out a statement um, last year, um, yeah, spring of last year, saying that, you know, he had aphasia. Um, but it turns out that his condition has progressed. And sadly now he's been diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia. And um, basically it challenges his communication. And that's just basically one of the symptoms of the of the diseases on him. And um, But they're saying that it is painful. It's a painful reality for them. But it is a relief that they have a clear diagnosis for it. Um, they said that at the moment there's no cure for it, and it can strike anyone. And people under forty, under sixty, sorry, um, it is the most common form of dementia for people under sixty, um, because again, the, the the what's it called, the diagnosis can take years. Um, so yeah, but just pretty sad. And they said that he, he said Bruce always believed in his in using his voice in the world to help others and to raise awareness about important issues, both publicly and privately. We know in our hearts that if he could today, he would want to respond by bringing global attention and a connectedness with those who are dealing with this debilitating disease and how it impacts so many individuals and their families. And they went on to say that Bruce has always found joy in life and has helped everyone he knows to do the same. 
it has meant the world to see the sense to see that sense of care echoed back to him and to all of us we have been so moved by the love you have all shared for our dear husband father and friend during the difficult time your continued compassion understanding and respect will enable us to help bruce live as full a life as possible that is very very sad news a legend mm. but very sad. yeah man Bruce. This is, yeah, it's running with family. So, you know, hopefully all of that helps. And then my next bit of news is Chloe has a new song coming out. So she's leading up to her album. I told you guys her album, album is coming out soon. I'm actually very excited for it because I really like that girl. And Chloe Bailey, by the way. And um, she's got a new song coming out with Chris Brown. Sorry, I, my screenshot did not send to myself. Yes, it's, it's with Chris Brown. And it's called How Does It Feel? And it's out on the 24th of February. However, Sis was trending. People were trying to boycott her now. Talking about, oh, she's working with an abuser, working with Chris Brown and blah, oh. blah. Oh. And it's just like, you already know how I feel. Why stand in this? And they see what's going on in, in, in O2. This is what I don't get. Like, huh? This man has sold out six... How many dates? Six dates you're of the O2. Joking. She actually 20,000, yeah. And you're that. saying... And also, but my thing is that, yeah, like, because people were basically London, saying right? how you guys are stupid because, you know, like with Chloe, <laughs> since Chloe came out, yeah, it's been a whole thing. People were like, oh, she's <sighs> she's doing too much. She's doing so. She's always had a lot of criticism. I just think this is another thing they can just attach to her. I don't think they actually care because when Chris Brown, when people, when Young Thug is doing go crazy with him, you guys are fine. When Drake is doing no guidance, you start singing at the top of your lungs. But when it's Chloe, but people have this thing with Chloe where they feel like, oh, she does too much. She's too sexual. She's cringe. I mean, it's one of the things, you know, could be avoided. Mm. But whatever. So, do you know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. I'm not here for it. And I'm looking forward to it. It looks really good. She was hugging up all of my man. But whatever. I feel like the video is going to look, look very, very sexy. And just, it's going to be sick. I'm here for it. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, she was, sis was getting cooked. Cooked differently. And saying, yeah, here she goes, supporting an abuser and blah, blah. And you know what it oh, is as well, sorry. yeah. My thing is just, people that don't like Chris Brown are so loud about mm. not liking Chris Brown. I don't care. And they try and shame other people. Was it on, well, off air wasn't when I was saying that. I was saying how some people who went to Chris Brown's show, yeah, mm. they're, show, they're doing it on the private stories. They're oh, not because, putting on the actual story. Because people are going to say something about it. Bro, if you like Chris Brown, like him with your chest. Man. Exactly. But people that don't like him make such a big point. To point out they don't like him. It's all right. Don't change anything. But anyways, Chloe's got a new song coming out with Chris Brown. 24th of February. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yes. Yo, yeah. What are you saying? Chloe Bailey? The album? Are you the album? The album too? I want to let you handle that one, sis. <laughs> Not <laughs> sis. <laughs> okay. No, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that happened. But also, someone else was getting shamed online, which is just horrible, is Selena Gomez. Actually, I was reading somewhere, before I read the story I want to talk about, I was reading somewhere that apparently she came off social media because people keep comparing her to Justin Bieber's wife. So obviously yeah. she and Justin have history. And to be honest, they were such a cute couple. They were really cute when they were together. But like since then, people compare, people basically bully Justin Bieber's wife saying, oh, you'll never be Selena. But if, she, if she wears like a top, a white top, and mm. Selena was caught in a white top, they'll be like, here you go, trying to be Selena again. Stands are weird. Like, they're actually... It's a mental illness. Where was Selena recently? And she was pictured out, and that's kind of where this stands from, right? Yeah. Where was it? it was the Grammys I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was... Um, was it the Grammys or...? I think it might have been the Grammys. Yeah. It was something, it was one of those public events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're basically, basically saying that she's basically fat-shaming her. 
which is out of order because sis has lupus. Like mm. she's been very open and vocal about the illnesses that she's dealing with. Mm. And so she basically went on TikTok and did a whole stream. And she said um, that when she's taking her medication, she holds in a lot of water. She says, I hold in a lot of water weight. And that happens very normally. When I'm off of it, I tend to lose weight. And she said, I just wanted to say and encourage anyone out there who feels any sort of shame for exactly what they're going through. And no one knows the real story. I just want people to know that you're beautiful and you're wonderful. Yeah, we have days where maybe we feel like shit, but... I would rather be healthy and take care of myself. My medications are important and I believe that they're what helps me. So you people want her to be slim and die, then take medication and look the way. Like it's it's just so crazy. And she basically went on to say that she's not a model. She never will be. And I think that they're also, mind you, I'm just definitely not that. I just wanted to let you, to tell you that I love you guys and thank you for supporting me, understanding, blah, blah. But, and she said, if not, go away. Because honestly, I don't believe in shaming people for their bodies or anything. I just think it's so horrible, man. It's so horrible. But she says, bitch, I'm perfect the way I am. More of the story. Goodbye. But yeah, I'm, I hope she feels better when she gets better as well. Even like um, Justin Bieber as well. He's mm. I know that he's still ill. Because the dates that Chris Brown took are meant to be Justin Bieber's dates. Mm. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, because my, my sister got a ticket. Like, I think it was like the tickets went on sale last year, January. Oh, but they gave Justin Bieber ticket holders. They let them go to Chris Brown concert. No, 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 they did oh. not. That was what she keeps. Because basically, my sister hasn't got a refund. Okay. And there's been no word. And she was like, don't you think I like Chris Brown too? Like, they could have transferred <laughs> it over. Mm. But um, yeah, so because of his illness, where um, he's like going through a lot, and I think half of his face was pa- paralyzed. I reported on it. Um, yeah. But hopefully he gets better soon as well and he can go back to his tour. But he had to cancel all his tour and apparently there's a whole debt thing. We talked about it when we had the whole um, yeah, yeah, yeah. selling catalog thing and maybe that's where it all comes from. But then also in more news... Um, Love Island's Kaz Crossley has been jailed. She's in jail in Dubai. When you first said Kaz, I thought you were talking about the girl from, who's the girl from last year with the um, husky voice? Who? The one that hangs around with these lot. Oh, Antigone. Antigone. Yeah, I thought that was Kaz. And I was Googled that. I thought, oh, that's, oh, her. He said these lot. These lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that we knew, we knew who yeah, he was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew exactly. You should have just said, anyway, never mind. Um, yeah, Shakira. so yeah, Shakira, Shakira, that's what Shakira. Oh, Shakira, oh, she always dresses like Shakira. But it's interesting because it's actually a clothing she line. Does. It's a clothing line. I think that's sick. You know, everything she wears is things that she's made. I think that's sick. Oh, the, oh, she wears all those. Yeah, those little, it's all her line. Um, like she's going out to the beach. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's a clothing was, line. Was, I don't know when she come out of the island. That was that was. She always, she always got her, her belly out. Basically, yeah, her belly's out. Don't matter where she is. The belly's out. She is literally giving Arabian nights. She actually gives him Shakira. Yeah, like hipstone live vibes. Yeah. But when I found out though that it's all her clothing, I said I had I haven't thrown shade about it since then until now. <laughs> I'll pause again. Fair play to her. I didn't know it was all that on. Yeah, it's probably sick. I love that. But um, yeah, so Kaz Crossley, so basically years ago, about three years ago, um, she was in Dubai when this is when lockdown happened and all the influencers were flying out there talking about they were working. Um her, one of her snaky friends, oh gosh, it's always a friend, isn't it? One of her snaky friends must have put up a video or posted a picture, or whatever they did anyway, where it shows her basically Taking coke, ain cocaine, oh. um, cocaine, cocaine. So um, obviously with Dubai, like they've got very very strict laws, but it's it's watered down now. Apparently they're like more liberal now. But before I get there, so sis was on her way to Thailand to do some voluntary work, and she had a crossover. Is it a crossover? What's it called? Stopover. 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 Yeah, give me a vigil, night vigil. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> <laughs> crossover service. That's a night. I don't know the song, right? But yeah, so she had a stopover <laughs> in Dubai, and when she got there, 
that basically her name flagged up on the system, innit? Mm. And I said, ah, oh, <laughs> we've been wanting you. We've been waiting on you at the door. Mm -hmm. So now she's in jail. And apparently she's looking at three months. So this is why I said a liberal, because yeah. it used to be four years. Mm. So That's now it's crazy. like three months and a fine between like 5,000 to 20,000, 22,000 pounds. But she's looking at three months and 20,000 pounds. That must be so annoying. That is Being banked yeah. abroad. It's annoying, but it's better than four years. It's better than four years. You no, got to like, I'll God. take three months and four years. Um, yeah, you know what? But also, she's going to have a lifetime ban from Dubai. <laughs> she won't be able to go back to Dubai again. Yeah, she's got a ban. But there's, also, listen, there's other countries in the world. No, I hear it, but you know, <laughs> no, but you, do you know what's jarring? Mm. Whoever took the picture yeah. is the person that I'm chinning. Like, yeah, yeah you, that, that, that's like when Kurt Zimmer's brother recorded him with the captain. You know, why did you oh, record yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, you called it and oh, you yeah. post yeah. it. Like, I don't, I don't get like. Yeah, post, yeah. post, post, post. Like in. Yeah, so, yeah. On me. yeah, so that's the tea on Kazvan. Couldn't say on air. But um, yeah, so she's looking at three months and possibly a £20,000 fine. And apparently, right, so she was denied a phone call. Um, she was denied a phone call and they said, the best we can do for you is send you an email. You can send it, we can send one email. No way. Like, who's going to remember an email? I mean, I know my mom's email address, but mm. imagine you don't have an email. Like, do you get what I mean? The way people get arrested, I think even phone numbers, no one really remembers phone numbers anymore. I like, would, used to I'm not going to lie. I think I'd remember an email more than a phone number, though. Facts. For me, 100%. Like, who would you? I don't know. I would email, I'd email anyone. Own. I feel like anyone <laughs> I email. No, 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 I think it's the same thing. I think anybody I email yeah. will be fine. Like they'll get yeah, the message. They'll get the message. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't remember. Like remembering. Phone yeah. Hmm. I know my mum's phone number. I don't remember That's my sister. The only number I know is my my parents' house phone that no one uses. No one picked that. That was me. I know my house number. I know my mum's number. I know my mum and my sisters. Yeah, that's it. It's my yeah, mom. To be fair, there's no need to be I might know my DMs if I think. I, know, yeah, I, know my mums. I don't know what the numbers that it consist of. I can work it out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, but you only got one phone call. You don't have time to do yeah, trial and error. <laughs> like, bam, your time's up. <laughs> time's up. I'm sorry you didn't get through. Well, yeah, she, she was allowed one email. But I mean, the message got through because here I am. Maybe I'll talk about it. But um, yeah, so the source that's close to her was saying how, you know, she must be proper scared and blah, blah. Because obviously, you're going. On your way to do charity work, you know, and then now you're in there for three months. I'm sorry, but foreign jails, yeah, I feel like that's the worst thing. I think that it's happened. Like, being banned like, abroad is my worst thing. Banned abroad is long, that and that's crazy. not, and that's, oh. and that's not like the West. Do you get what I mean? Because like, they don't care about human rights. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> my thing would be the language barrier. It's not because of the. It's not like because of conditions or anything like that. <laughs> like, I, like prison, yeah. prison, as far as I'm concerned, like, mentally, I'm in jail. Marks. I couldn't care. Nigerian prison is not prison. No, I couldn't. No, but once you're there, what? you're there. It's, it's a mindset. Once they got you, you're not allowed yeah. that. And you just, whatever, like, it's just, it is what it is. In it's nothing. Minds, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, honestly, I'm not even just saying it. Like, it's conditions is not what I'm worried about. Mm. That language barrier of being in a prison, yeah, mm. is a problem. 
your food. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, just learning the ropes of the job, I, the situation, just altercations with people, not being able to communicate. Do you know what it is? Oh, it's not even finished. that for me, you know? I think, I hear it, but like, Oof. especially if it's a country where black people aren't really, like, I'm thinking about race, sorry. Mm. But do you get know what I mean? Like, if it's going to a country where even so, your race... You want to understand the racism? No, you I don't want to hear the people say that you don't even know what they're saying. You want to get it? You want to at least understand it? Hola. No, I get you. No, I get it, but do you see what I mean? I'm saying like, especially if it's a country that's racist, yeah, I feel like you, are, you know man. racism, man. Like, you know, I feel like you know. know. Like, they even if you can't like, understand what they're saying, you will know when someone's being racist And also, you. there's always a giveaway because there'll be a word that you can yeah. tell means black bitch. Bro, you will know. You just know. So I think that's you. what would rattle me even more. Like, if I'm, if I'm, at, if I'm yeah. in a country where, like, they don't really like black people, imagine being banged up in Russia oh, or one honey. of them kind of countries. It's you ain't long. making it out. When it's I watched it on, what's it, Clean Eve? It's that long. It's, look nice. it's long. Even Stranger Things. It's long. It's, it's long. It's long. And then you're black on top of it. Ah! <laughs> you're done for. God bad thing. I'm so sorry. It's long. You're, you're, you're done. I'm, I'm slitting my wrist. Levels, Listen. Literally. See, that's what I say. But that just sounds scary. But it's just because I can't speak Russian. Like, mm. I'm a man. If I could speak Russian, I could navigate that terrain. Like, <laughs> do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, yeah. if I can speak Russian, whatever's going on over there, I could navigate it. I hear it. <laughs> you get me? Yeah. It's the not being able to communicate is horrid. I hear mm. it. But um, free up Kaz, isn't it? Hopefully she, you know, she's Hopefully good. She knows and the mindset Arabic. Is... Yes. <laughs> Hopefully she does know that. <laughs> <laughs> she, she got the basics. Bismillah. <laughs> Bismillah. <laughs> <laughs> she basically got the basics out. Wallahi. <laughs> Wallahi, I didn't do it. <laughs> no, I really didn't even tell her what she did, you know. They just got her. They she knew what she did. I think she, 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 just made, she had to put two and two together. Yeah, I mean. She had to put two and two together. Probably oh, no. for this whole thing. For this whole thing. Y'all ain't forgot about that. You hold a grudge, don't you? Yeah. Well, now, hopefully, man, she's all right there and, you know, she makes it out and everything. But, um, so I saw this really cute story, right, on the shade room. And I just think it's so cute to share. So this man, he died from cancer, right? Like a few days before Valentine's Day. Mm. But you know what he did? He ordered his, he ordered his wife flowers to get to her on Valentine's Day. Oh, bless him. And the note is the cutest thing. So the note says, to my wife, I don't know where I am on this day, mm. but I had to make sure today was special even in my possible absence. If I had to leave you, don't be sad always. Remember, I love you, Kerry. That hold on, hold on. What you said? He didn't know where he was. Did he mean heaven or hell, or did he mean no? Like, he's alive in hospital or not, or not Yusuf? Mm. Oh no, or because he might not be alive. No, he sent the note knowing he's going to be dead. So I'm thinking. No. Yeah, so he must, like, I feel like he had I a feeling. I don't know where that, I am. Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> this is a cute I moment. Think, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think he sent it in the sense of I don't know whether I'm alive or not. Like, mm. do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, with cancer, you don't know yeah. where you're going. No, but if he was, if he was alive, then he would just speak to him in person. He wouldn't. No, but if he was Imagine I'm ill, yeah, and I'm dying. Yeah. Of, yeah. You don't know with cancer. You don't know what, you day. Don't know what day you're going. Like yeah. I don't think it's. A, do you know what I mean? So I feel yeah. like if you're sick, mm. you actually might make it to that day and then die the day. Do you know what I mean? But mm. just for precautionary measures. But I also mean. I also think it that's means. That's what I'm seeing. It. I, don't, <laughs> I didn't see it as a heaven and hell thing. No, I, I think it means like I don't know if I'm in hospice, as in like in hospital, mm. or I'm with you. Do you get what I mean? Like okay. I could be any, or I'm dead. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I could be anywhere because if it's in hospital as well, you can't celebrate Valentine's Day. But what I mean is, if he was alive. Mm. Then she wouldn't be reading to know. No, she would. She would. She was sick of the flowers. Why? Because he ordered. He was. It was yeah. pre-ordered. No, but he wouldn't have said that. He would have said different note in it. No, no you are you, are you not you getting it? it? I'm He's being dumb on purpose, man. Come on, I get it. Stressing us out. I know. 
That would crush me. This is supposed to be though. cute. No, listen. I don't think. I, don't I think, would I don't cry. Think I, I don't think would want that, you know? it's, just, it's just testament to how thoughtful I'd men want are. That. Though. I'd want that. That's very thoughtful. Okay. That's very thoughtful. That is the most thoughtful shit what ever. What we're not going to do is go with that verse, but it's fine. <laughs> you see how I let it slide? No, you, you, know, you know what that is? Growth. That's what it is. Growth. It's growth. But yeah, it was so, so cute, man. Um, I would have. I cried for less. That would have been done. <laughs> but no, just really, really sweet. So wishing her healing in, um, you know, recovering and comfort and all that stuff with her grief. Mm. Yeah, and then, ugh, speaking of, on, on still on Valentine's Day. Mm, let's talk about Gina. my girl, Tommy. Stuck um, it. So I don't know if any of you guys saw, or do you guys even know who Tommy Lee is? Tommy from Love Yeah. Mm. She's a fighter. Oh, yeah. Tommy Lee spotter. Oh, I thought you mentioned the no. fighter. No, this is Tommy Lee from, um, from Love Hip Hop. Oh, don't watch that. Okay, cool. But anyway, she you seen basically... Um, Meanwhile, the girl who like one minute she was calm and then the next minute she started crying. She's like, Can I just fuck out of She's like, but I think I just love you so much. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. You never seen it before? No. Do you know, you know, you know on social media, I don't know why I try. Okay, you but anyway, yeah, people, I know. Like, no, I know. fair enough. But anyway, um, mm. she's quite, she's very like problem, not problematic, but Tommy she's has a, a lot of character. She's yeah, she's very, yeah, she has a lot of character. But anyway, she got um a secret Valentine the other day, mm. and basically some guy. Came to her front door with flowers and basically said that like they've been dating for five years. So I think the story is he someone has been catfishing him oh, with her shit. photo basically. Yeah. So for the last five years he believed that he'd been in a relationship with her. So obviously when he's come to the door he's just like, hey, it's Papa Bear. Like, <laughs> like. But the thing is also I think the guy has like Papa Bear is killing me. Because I think first of all, he's either got mental health issues or special needs or something yeah. because. It was you could he was to me, he was quite vulnerable. Basically. Yeah, he really I don't think it's about being vulnerable. It's about the fact that you in a relationship for five years with someone you hadn't met before. No, I, I think know that but was that, the first sign. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why you can tell he's vulnerable. But anyway, he's come yeah, there with the flowers. Yeah, because people are not vulnerable in a relationship yeah. for that long as well. But he's yeah. come there. He's clearly never met. They've never yeah, met yeah. in person because she was just like, I don't know you, kind of yeah. thing. But she she recognized him from like a friend's social media app, mm. something like that. But um. She went on live basically because obviously she was scared because she was just like anything can happen and if yeah. I, she, she was funny because she's like if I have to pop this little nigga like mm. <laughs> I need everyone to to see like I'm yeah. defending myself kind of thing so she goes on live and there's like the interactions between them two and then um, basically she it's so dumb yeah because she's obviously panicking doing all this stuff here but then she invites him into her house. And then has him doing chores. So you what? see him like washing up the dishes and like just assisting I read her. That and then obviously he's like, he brings her flowers and she's like, I'm gonna take these because I like flowers. But, mm. but how do you know who you are? I don't know who you are. How do you know where I live? Mm. And it's all of that kind of stuff, right? And she's very scared. And it's not her actual house, it's her Airbnb that she mm. rents oh, out. Oh, that's good. So it's not her actual home, but it's like a property that she rents. But even yeah. still, it's like, how do you even know? How do you know, that? How do you know this address? And the only yeah. reason why she let him up is because she was waiting for a delivery yeah. from someone else. So when obviously he buzzed, she just thought, oh, that's the person. Yeah. Um, but in the end, the police came. He got a, she got a restraining order out on him. <laughs> yeah. For me, I can't believe you made someone watch no, this. No, that's the thing. The police you... came. She got a restraining order out on him. She basically and kept him sweet. He got done for trespassing oh, and a restraining really? order. And um, yeah, but I found it I really interesting because like the interaction was so like, it was funny, but it wasn't funny if that mm. makes it made sense. Yeah. And I think when she like allowed him into her house and stuff, that's not just for... This isn't, this isn't serious, but the fact that she even still went through oppression charges is yeah. is nuts. But then don't, don't feel like that's that's just what Tom like. She's that's very. Tom, that's her though. That's her. Like that even the example her. we gave earlier about her argument and then saying "I love you." Yeah. Like her, she's got sweet personalities. Crazy. Yeah, literally. But I guess it's it's trying to figure out. I think on the live as well, it was her her friend who knew him came to the house and they were trying to figure out 
who told him where she lives mm. and he wasn't willing to give up that information because obviously he didn't want to get so in trouble. The person who was so lying to him for five years, basically. Yeah. Yeah, or apparently, all I remember on live is she's like, oh, apparently some Africans. She's like, girl, I do not know no Africans in this area. <laughs> like, <laughs> the live is jokes, man. It's actually funny. It's dumb. Yeah, he looks cute, man. Yeah, Hold on, hon. Let me see a picture. Of the guy. No, not yeah. cute as in like No, cute, let me show you um, the video. Demeanor. Like he okay, looked okay. innocent he's and very, like, very vulnerable. He's very vulnerable. Yeah. Not cute looking. Like very vulnerable because I was just even like, this is sad. Where's it gone? Not that. It's this one, I think. It's crazy. Yeah. Man. Hold on, you. Bless his little cotton socks. <laughs> Papa okay, Bear, that took me out. the video. Sorry. Papa Bear took me. Like, don't meet me and then... He's like, it's me, it's me, it's me. Papa Bear. Yeah. And she's like, who's Papa Bear? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, who's Papa Bear? Who's Papa Bear? Okay, my internet is not... Internet in. All right, not... I'll check it out later. I'll send it to you because TikTok is really embarrassing me right now. Right. But yeah, man. Bless him. Bless his heart, man. But that is all from us for Word and Road. Let's get into the People's Journal. All right, people. Welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. You say that every day? I feel like I've heard that in time. Yeah, every day. Mm, sounds special today. <laughs> you got good news for us. Mm, I try. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I want to talk about is strikes. So um, ambulance staff are going to be striking today. That's scary. Yeah, man. So ambulance staff in the Unite Union in the West Midlands and in Northern Ireland are going to be striking uh, the strike affects non-life-threatening um, calls only, and people obviously are advised to use the 999 service if if there is an emergency. Mm. So everything else should be should be calm in it, but um, yeah, they're st- they're still striking. Border force are going to be striking for four days, starting from today as well. UK border force. Uh, yeah, so it's basically. Are the immigrants happy about that? Um, I think I think no. Last time I think they're going to put arm, the, um, the army in this place, isn't oh. it? So it'll be worse. Damn. These lot have guns. Druggy by a singlet boy. There you go. And so, yeah, they're going to be shagging for the next four days. Um, next week, though, on the 21st and Tuesday, university staff are going to be striking. And teachers in Northern Ireland <laughs> as well, yeah. So thousands of staff at 150 universities across the UK. Yeah, it was a laugh. But then when I looked, you looked really serious. I thought, <laughs> I said, okay, oh, it's a cough. My bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just turned around and carried on. Yeah, so, so they're going to be striking like, for three days in a row next week. Um, nurses, again, even... In addition to the um, ambulance stuff, um, nurses have pretty much announced that they're going to be doing another big walkout as well. Um, still over the same pay disputes um, and stuff like that. Mm. It's going to be a 48-hour strike, and it's going to be from the 1st to the 3rd of March. So the unions pretty much have asked their members who are working in certain key areas, such as critical care and chemotherapy, chemotherapy pardon me, to take part in the strike action for the first time. So before, mm. similar to the, um, to the ambulance strikes, like in certain areas of of you know the the of medical care, yeah, the, like people still went to work, mm. but they would they really want to make a statement there. So people who are in critical care, chemotherapy, or the the you nurses there, money, you know. they're gonna be striking. That's they, that's serious. It is very serious. Yeah, yeah, man. So unfortunately, that's gonna be happening. Also, found out there's some some useless um, issues with the NHS. Basically, sewage leaks are causing hospitals a, a host of problems. Ew. So, yeah, can you imagine? And it, basically, there's there's a backlog, yeah, and that, and the repairs backlog grew by 11% in the past year and to a basic, basically to a total of £10.2 billion. 
That's how mm. much is, is going to be needed to, to fix all the repairs. 10.2 billion. Billion pounds. Yes. Crazy. This a joke. Yep. So, yeah, a total of 55 hospital trusts provided this information, which is basically nearly half the total of England, right? More than half of them experienced problems with sewage leaks over the past year. And, yeah, man, for some of them, there were isolated incidents, but um, others reported, like, 100 leaks. So this is just something that's kind of chronic and obviously needs to be sorted out as soon as possible. Um, remember, yes, was it yesterday or two days ago, I spoke about a guy called something Hanan, Tal Hanan, yeah? Yeah. And he was, like, a... One of these uh, disinformation specialists, mm. he hacked into um, the Kenyan government's, Kenyan president's like right hand um, oh, yeah, basically yeah. advisors, right? Mm-hmm. And he was trying to influence the Kenyan uh, election, or at least he was trying to um, make a demonstration to some other people about his services and how he could do certain things. And he did it by right in front of them, um, hacked into these people. Basically, it's come out that this same guy, along with somebody else by the name of Brittany Kaiser, who was um, a Cambridge Analytica employee, both of them were behind trying to um, manipulate elections in Nigeria as well. So, yeah, they were trying to get Good Luck Jonathan back in to be a president. Yep. So Good luck. <laughs> good luck, Jonathan. So this is this this is not like currently. This is like um, some years back. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it, it just shows, man, that these people were really on some, you know, crazy... We're working. <sighs> So um, on some crazy stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, his group, basically, where is it? His group was coordinating with and working alongside the British political consultancy, right? And they had a secret mes- mission back then to help re-elect Nigeria's then president, Good Luck Jonathan. So again, your colonial masters are still doing certain things. They act mm-hmm. like they're, you know, stepping back this time and the third. But they're not. They're not. You know what I'm saying? They're, doing, they're finding covert ways to really manipulate and control certain things in the countries, um, in Africa. And the last thing I want to talk about is basically Mali, Guinea, and Burkina Faso. Um, they are seeking to be re-entered into the African Union. So basically, um, they they were kind of removed because of, of um, some coups that happened in their country. Because mm. obviously, to be part of the African Union, you need to have certain certain criteria, basically. And so, yeah, they're basically saying, look, we want to be back in so that we can... Because that itself will help us to make the transition back into civilian rule. If If... If we're kind of on outside, there's no real incentive for the military to kind of let go. You know what I'm saying? At least that's that's the angle that they they're basically coming from. So yeah, so Mali's um, foreign minister said that the suspensions were hindering um, the desire of all those free countries in the Sahel for making the transition back into civilian rule, which is what everyone would ideally want. Um, and oh, the last thing I want to talk about is Gina. There's there's problems back home, man. No, you again. You are you are insufferable. <laughs> what I'm not doing back home is doing this this dance with you because clearly you don't respect my people. You don't respect me. You look at my face and tell me there's problem back home, man. You never talk about Nigeria. You never say that for Nigeria when you talk about Nigeria. Uh, I'm, Go mixed. On. I'm mixed in it. Yo, you're mixed now. Are you mixed race. <laughs> Sorry. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mixed African. As <laughs> as we know, yeah, there is some economic crisis back home, right? Mm. In Ghana, in Ghana, right? Mm. And basically, what's happened is it's pushed the government to kind of. Start messing around with the savings of the country's pensioners. Yeah, man. So that's triggered a lot of protests and picketing by some of the pension bondholders, right? The government um, hopes to qualify for a three billion dollar um, uh, loan from IMF from the IMF, which uh, requires it to readjust its investment bonds and all that type of stuff. Yeah, to be able to bring the country's debt to a sustainable level. But in the meantime, what they're trying to do, apparently, is start messing about with the pensioners' money, man. So pensioners who have invested in the government's bond fear that they could lose their money or at least part of it. Mm. Hence, everybody coming out to 
to say, look, this can't be happening. It's, it's not as, I was going to say similar to what happened um, on the trust and quieting over here, but it's not exactly the same. This is obviously a, a lot more sinister as would be the case typically in, in um, back home, isn't it? But um, what they're saying is the problem is that pension pensioner bonds that matured in early February were not paid. So the government is seeking to exchange those bonds for new ones with a 3.5% cut on the return of the investment, including deferred date of uh, payment due to the risk of a default. The finance ministry also indicated that it was voluntary for them to accept. But we know how voluntary, what voluntary means back home, innit? So unfortunately, this is the situation, but um, I'm hoping that they find a better way, or at least the IMF can help them, is it? which is crazy for me to even say, but can help them out of this situation because obviously people can't be working their entire lives and have their pensions that they're relying on um, just disappear into thin air, innit? That must be so sad. Like, do you know, like the world is so sad. Mm-hmm. It must be so horrible. No, the state of the world right now is... Appalling. Jesus. Mm. on your return. And I've seen Chris <laughs> Brown now. You can come. <laughs> Dead ass, I was actually helping that, you know. Because honestly, it's too much. It's ridiculous. But yeah, that's it. Pretty much for the People's Journal, man. Thank you very much. Let's get into our headlines. All right, so this next headline, yeah, is about uh, the conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, who filed for bankruptcy, yeah, um, but has nearly $10 million, which is £8.3 million in assets, and spends almost £100,000 a month. Do you remember that guy? You remember Alex Jones, isn't it? Remember Alex Jones? The fact name is Sandy. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that guy. The one who said Sandy Hook was a conspiracy. Exactly, that guy. Remember he filed for bankruptcy, isn't it? Because mm. he had to pay all, all their families okay. crazy settlements. Come to find out that he's been spending £100,000 uh, $100, a month, right? He owes almost $1.5 million, sorry, $1.5 billion in court-awarded damages to the relatives of those victims of Sandy Hook school shooting. Um, so these details of his finances were laid bare this week in documents filed uh, with a Texas bankruptcy court. In previous court filings, he declared assets in the range of between $1 and $10 million, right? But he declared um, bankruptcy last year, and the latest documents include crazy details about his possessions, debts, outgoings, legal issues, every single thing that he owns, right? It, it was there. So he made various false claims, as we, as you guys know, about the Sandy Hook murders. He owns three properties in Austin, Texas, um, along with $1.5 million plot of land. He's got three vehicles, two boats, two guns. I don't know why it says um, this, but it says he's got a cat too. A cat? A cat. <laughs> it's a curious cat. But um, I guess so. He needs help with the two guns he's got. <laughs> but um, he's the sole owner of eight different companies, right? including the InfoWars um, parent uh, company, uh, Free Speech Systems, which has paid him an annual salary of more than $600,000 for the past for the last two years. But in December, he asked the court to allow him to take a bigger salary of $1.3 million from the company. Uh, the court filings also show that he paid a total of $1.3 million to settle debts with his wife and, and his parents. And he also gave a charitable con- contribution to a church in Austin, Texas, of $2,000. The next headline, and this this one here is somewhat of a miracle, man. So it's a bit of a sweet story, but still, it's still good anyway. And this is about a, a Yemeni mother who fled the war in her home country. Um, yeah, she gave birth. Whose coming was that? Oh, because I remember yours was meant to go off at some point. Sorry. Did what? Did it just go? No, no, no. no, 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 no. It was okay, cool. Sorry. But my finger slipped. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, basically, she gave birth to a baby girl 10 hours after being rescued from the earthquake. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. So, Fatan al Yusufi, um, who was 39 weeks pregnant, she decorated her baby's nursery and had a birth bag ready and everything to, to go and everything. And this was just after like 4 a.m. last Monday when the, the earthquake basically messed up everything. Innit? At least she wasn't in labor while she was like under stuff. Because mm, that yeah, there, exactly. that can kill you, boy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, she was she was crouching um, on, under the rubber and stuff for 10 hours. Yep, so she was dazed. Pregnant, heavily pregnant like that. Yeah, That's a miracle weeks. baby. Yeah. Days dehydrated and fearing for the safety of her unborn child. Oh, she was then pulled out from the rubble. And she said on WhatsApp, uh, speaking to BBC, that, you know, I didn't even believe I was still alive. She was rushed to the hospital where the doctors carried out a cesarean section mm. and they delivered the baby. Um, but then came the tragedy. She was, uh, when she returned, she found out that her husband, who was um, also obviously in the vicinity, he died in it. Because oh, he was in, in a nearby building. Oh, yeah, man. Honey. And collapsed, uh, you know, the flats collapsed and whatnot, man. Oh, no. Yep. So, yeah, he was 29. I believe I said she's 30, right? Or so, something oh, like young that. young couple. Yeah. His body was recovered three days later. He was in his final year of chemical engineering studies oh. as well. Yeah, man. That's it's, horrible, it's very man. sad, man. Yeah. But, yeah, um, what did she say? She said, yeah, the beginning was very difficult, especially with the circumstances. Still, she's yeah, grateful. And she said, I thank everyone who helped me and stood with me. I had a family when mine wasn't there. We imagined a beautiful life for our daughter, but God's will is above everything, everywhere. No one knows where the end will be. That's beautiful faith. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Last thing I want to talk about is Trump. And uh, a Georgia judge has released parts of a highly anticipated report on whether the former president, Donald Trump, and allies broke the law in their attempts to overthrow or overturn his election loss. The report summarizes a two-year grand jury probe into their conduct after Mr. Trump narrowly lost the state in 2020. It says that the grand jury believes some witnesses who weren't named committed perjury by lying under oath on the stand. Obviously, as we know, Mr. Trump was never asked to testify, but dozens of witnesses, including several prominent Republicans, were interviewed by the, sev- by the special grand jury. Much of the brief report, pages two through to seven, remains hidden from the public. Only its introduction, conclusion, and a section detailing perjury concerns were unsealed on Thursday. The later section, sorry, the latter section states, a majority of the grand jury believes that perjury may have been committed by one or more of the witnesses testifying before it. The unsealed portions of the report do not reveal which witnesses may have lied under oath. The 26-member panel also rejected false claims from Mr. Trump that the election had been rigged, saying it found by a unanimous vote that no widespread fraud took place in a Georgia 2020 presidential election that could result in overturning that election. The grand jury cannot issue indictments itself, but it can recommend that the country's district attorney, Fanny Willis, whose office launched the investigation, bring charges. But Ms. Willis, who's a Democrat, has promised to, to have a decision soon. If the charges are filed, it's going to be at that point that the public will learn more about the evidence the prosecution had to support its case. But until then, just talk, I guess. But yeah, that's pretty much for the headlines. Thank you very much. Let's get into the reactions. Hello. <laughs> I wanted to see how long it would like your clock. The reaction we waited on y'all. 
Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to see how long it was gonna go. It would have gone on till what time? Like, all we can see is I was thinking, who's making you laugh so much? Why are they making me laugh? Like, I'm busy. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I got bills to pay. Okay. You wanna pay mine while you're at it? Hmm. You wanna pay mine while you're at it? Well, what do I get in return? Oh wow. <laughs> Proposition. HR. <laughs> HR. Who said HR? <laughs> I'm gonna get fired. Facts. <laughs> I'm only playing, man. It's banter. Ha ha. Ha ha. Flirty banter. So, in the reaction, before we even get into it, before I even read the deck, how did you feel about your. Um... <laughs> <laughs> how did you feel about Arsenal City, man? Uh, you know what? I feel like I should take it back a bit. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Obviously, I haven't been there for. Minutes still hit the stage, baby. Yeah, so obviously we've 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 hit a bit of a wall, haven't we? We've had a bit of a, a torrid time in the last few weeks. Not torrid, but a bit torrid, you know. We've uh, we haven't won in four games. Um, I'll forget about City, the first City game, FA Cup for a second. I'll, I'll just take it game by game quickly, innit? Obviously, there's specific reasons why I guess you know the narrative is okay. Cool, the Everton game, new manager bounce, one 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 not Brentford. The whole controversy with the um, offside for... I think that's not fair. Why? Because Mbwembo's goal got disallowed for no reason. He scored. He put the ball in the back I of need the to, I need to watch that one again to, to ascertain what I think of it, but... My man, his hold-up play. Good hold-up play from um, Tony. Okay. Pushed him through. Scored. Referee's talking about a foul. I mean, I get they're different because yeah. not putting lines up for VAR is yeah. definitely oh, egregious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying that. Not putting the lines up for VAR is definitely egregious. Yeah. So they're not... I'm not saying they're the same, yeah. but I think that writes it off, that game. But you know what it is? That, that whole situation has, it's, it's like a black cloud over the game now. No one's thinking about what you're talking about. People are thinking about, ah, oh, they came out and said, oh, I forgot to put the lines on the thing. That, they admitted to making a mistake. Yeah, so that, that narrative is taken over now. So that's, yeah. what, that's what you can think about. So, okay, fair play. But besides that, obviously, we didn't do, you know, um, we, sh- we should have put the game to bed that our loss should not have come down to, oh, a refereeing decision. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? So there's that. And then the City game, obviously, we made, we made too many mistakes. We made too many mistakes, too many errors. Tomiyasu's error led to De Bruyne's goal. Gabriel's error led to... Um, Grealish goal. Grealish goal. I can't remember the other goal. Um, and then Inketia never finishes lunch, man. Inketia scores that header. The different, first different game, different game entirely. Has to hit the target there. Has to hit the target. Um, it's even I saw you tweeting as well. Like I think Arsenal actually played. I, I hate the narrative of oh, we played better because we still lost in it. Mm. But it's annoying that we played. We played well. Jorginho came in and done a job because obviously before the game started, everyone was screaming because obviously Pai was injured. Mm. But he, I think he he came in and done a, done a good job. I just I just I don't know what it is right now. I think it's a combination of. Combination of thing is, we were never going to win all the all our games in it, of course not. You know, what I mean, we're, we're never going to win all our games, and we're always going to hit a bit of a low, right? But it's just, it seems like it's come, there's no good time for this to happen, but it just seems like it's just happening at so the wrong you, time. You, you've, been follow, you've been following the Premier for ages, yeah? yeah, so you know what I've got on here. So, um, we're talking about narratives and stuff, yeah, right? the narrative now that there's a storyline forming now, which yeah, is, which is which is dope, which is what. All the haters have been waiting for it. Yeah, let's have it right. Yeah, you like you saying you was never gonna win any game. Yeah, yeah. Can't you see how it's developing? Are you worried about going to Villa Park on Saturday? Yeah, I'm worried now. That away game. That's I'm worried. Not... I'm worried. You know what it is? 
Before, you know what it is before? Yeah, yeah do that for me because I feel like it's distracting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's before, right? So we had a cushion before, innit? Mm. We were kind of comfortable. Eight points clear, five points clear, da, da, da. And now our lead is completely gone. We've got no more cushion. So, for example, if we had the better result at Everton and a better result at Brentford, losing to Man City wouldn't have been that much of a big deal. But because we fucked up those two games prior, the City game was monumental now, wasn't it? And we fucked up and we lost that game. So now we're level on points. City are above us on goal difference. We've got a game in hand, but I'm not going to lie, I don't really put too much stock behind it. You know what I mean? Mm. Things can change fast. Example, we could win on Saturday. City could lose or draw, and we're back on top again. It's so, funny how people's like, opinion changes stuff, because when I'm doing my ifs and all this, is shoulda, yeah. coulda, woulda, it sounds like it's... Sounds like I'm like capping over, but when you say, and obviously it's true, because yeah. if them results were different, yeah. if we never lost to Brighton and Brentford, yeah. like we're supposed to, we'd be top of the league now. Yeah, the thing is, I could, <laughs> no, I hear you. You gotta take that in. The we'll thing, be top now. The thing is, even if we if we didn't even if we didn't drop them points against Leeds and Palace, yeah, we'll be like what one point off you lot, two yeah. points off you yeah. lot. Yeah. Like this league's more interesting than you've been giving it credit for. It is. It is. I think no, it is. I feel like for for certain reason. Everyone thought it was over already when it wasn't over. We still had we still had bare games to go. I think because Arsenal had such a lead, people were acting like the league was won. The league wasn't won in January or December, right? Even right now, there's still a long way to go. City still got Champions League, they still got FA Cup. We still got Europa League. There's still a lot of games to be played in it. For us to stay number one for the whole season and not drop down to second, come back up to first, or even there to be a bit of a yo-yo, this is this is this is a part and parcel, isn't it? I feel like. But because City are City and they've got the experience, right? People feel like once City go top, that's it, it's over. And again, like, I know Arsenal are now in a title race, but for me personally, coming into the season, that was never the goal, right? But now that we're here, man's adapting, right? If if Arsenal end up finishing second to City... I'm to do it. If Arsenal end up finishing second to City, yeah, I'll be pissed, but I can live with it. What I don't want is, is, for, is for you guys to finish, to finish above us. That I can't take. That would be funny. <laughs> I've stayed the course all season, man. You've been on to me if, and I've stayed the course all if, season. If the season, if the season ends, City, United and Arsenal, I'll be livid. If the season ends, City, Arsenal, United, I can live with that. What's fun though is that we are the best three teams in the league. Yeah. That's new. No, no, that, that is <laughs> That's different. If you look at the actual league table and look, Arsenal, United, City, yeah. leave them alone. Yeah. If, Newcastle probably wherever, but everybody else is just yeah, like, yeah. It's like it's. I like that. That's yeah, good. and also this season's felt so different as well. Not only because of the World Cup that break we had, but obviously I'm not used to this feeling. Yeah. Of being top, being in a title race. Well, let's every have it right. every game being oh, very City, important. City Arsenal was like a was like a cup. That was a massive, massive game. Oh. Yeah. Like massive, massive game in the yeah. midweek. When's the last time anybody cared about you not playing City like that? Remember, it was just expected yeah. to brush you. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. So. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, bro. But I, f- I feel like, yeah. just just to wrap up on this, I feel like Arteta needs to make substitutions yeah. earlier. Yeah. Needs, needs a touch. He needs to he needs to freshen up the front three, man. You think Trossard should start? Of, of course. And what Martinelli through the middle? Either either um, Trossard left and Ketiar middle Saka or Martinelli middle Trossard left. Do something, mix it up or something, or even start Vieira over Xhaka. You know what I mean, mix it up a bit, man. I feel like we've we've hit a wall a little bit, and I'm 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 I trust Arteta, 
but I am worried. And also, we have too much reliance on Thomas Partey, man. This mm. is not the way a squad should be. It shouldn't be one player's out and we know we're going to lose. Because if you look at stats, every game he hasn't played, we have lost. <laughs> is he going to be back in the weekend? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But the thing he's, is that... Go on. No, I was going to say, you've definitely got a beating of them. And I, I expect to just more of the same user just pick up where you left off from. But yeah. I would not be surprised if there's some kind of struggle over there because that's just how the Prem goes. And also, it's Unai Emery as well. Mm. There's an extra bit of something But user just ain't got to worry. I think, even though people are saying like, like, nah, City will pick up and, and go on that run because everybody's expecting him to go on that run, which yeah. they haven't gone on yet. I don't, that could kick start them into it, but especially with Champions League coming into it and all that, I, I still see them dropping more points. I know, I, as a United fan, I feel like we definitely dropped some more points. Yeah. So it's just still all up in the air, man. Still, you, there's a lot to play for. You guys are what? How many points are you guys behind us? You are on 51. Yeah. We would be... You're on 48. You're on 48, no? It's not three. It's not three points. No chance in hell. Or oh, 46. Let me double check. It's got to be... It's, I think it's about five five points. I think we're on 46. Um, check the prem table. We just got to keep up. We just got to keep up the pace until we play them again in April. 46. Yeah, see, five points. We just got to keep the pace up. But we've got, we've still got to go, we've still got to go Anfield. We've still yeah. got to go St. James's Park. Yeah. And and even them, them the, them big games are not even the ones that I worry about. It's the blips that mm. that I worry about. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's the dropping points at Leeds. Well, not at Leeds, sorry, but to Leeds at home and yeah. Palace and that. They're the ones, they're just, moving forward, it's the, it's the idiot team that you think you're going to beat that, that you're going to slip up. Yeah. That's why I've definitely got an eye on that. I'm definitely going to watch that, um, that Villa game with intent. Oh, yeah. like Arsenal games, you don't, you don't believe me, but I do. Yeah, no, Arsenal. Like, I just watched them until you start winning. Yeah. If you start winning, I can see yeah. that you're not going to win. Just turn it off. Villa game is a absolute must win. If we lose that game, it might it might be a wrap, you know. We have to we no we have to beat Villa. We haven't won a Premier game in three games. We need three yeah, points. No win, no win. This is this is do or die. No winning five is bonkers. Even a draw is bonkers. Yeah. No winning five is bonkers. Yeah. A loss is yeah. detrimental. We have mm -hmm. to win, man. There's nothing. We got to come home with all three points. By any means necessary, I'm sorry. No, I look, I look, or, we're in, or we're in trouble. I look forward to it. <laughs> we're in big trouble. I look forward to it. We got Leicester. That even that's not an easy game. Madison's cooking at the minute, and they find a bit of form. You get me? So we'll see how that goes. Um, and he's watched the game last night. I saw the highlights. I saw the highlights. I mm. uh, wish I, I was back earlier. I thought I was going to miss it because I had to film it. Yeah. Then man was like, "No, nah, I kick off at like five. I was yeah. like, "Dope." I looked at that like five forty-five. Oh God, I fell asleep about five o'clock. Mm. <laughs> I missed the whole game, bro. Yeah, no, it's, it's like when you got to get used to Europa League game starting that early, it's, it throws you in it. I missed the whole game. I'm not even lying. I woke up and I saw Rafinha whip the ball into <laughs> the net. And I was like, oh, I might as well go back to sleep. Where is this? But I missed everything, so I couldn't see it. But apparently, apparently we played cold. You get me? It's nice. I hear, I like the noises that I'm hearing coming out coming out on the streets of the minute about United. You get me? Two European heavyweight powerhouses, yeah. top of the league they nearly lost. I think we was good money for that. We should we should have won. You get me. But there's no away goals, so we go back. Oh home. yeah, that, oh yeah, the away goals rule just crap, didn't it? Yeah, there's no away goals, so we go back home. After from that view in there, looks like we're very much in the driver's seat. You mm. get me? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but two two with no away goals means that your two goals don't count for extra like they would have normally. No, no but we're at home. Yes, yeah, home advantage, of course. Yeah, and like we should have won. We created a lot of good chances. Obviously, they created stuff as well. But yeah. we was probably the better team over the ninety minutes. This yeah. is what I'm hearing. From, yeah. I've watched a lot of coverage extensively. Mm. 
it was on reports from there, and we was definitely the better team. Yeah. And we definitely should have won it. You get me? Yeah. So you'd be confident. You'd be confident going home. Mm. Martinez will be back. Martinez was um. Oh, yeah, you had you had like six key players out in it. Well, look, I started. Look, Martial's not playing. Weren't playing. Yeah. Anthony's weren't playing. Yeah. Um, Sabitzer's. Was that is that suspended. injuries or just cup? Anthony's injuries. Oh. Martial's injuries. Yeah. Spitzer was suspended from Bayern. Okay. Martinez was suspended. Okay, from Ajax. Maybe yeah. yeah. Or oh no, no not from, from the last, sorry, from the last sorry, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Martinez was suspended. Yeah. So that's like at least four men from our starting line. Yeah, no, I saw a graphic that had about six players that were missing from the game. Yeah, McTominay's injured. Yeah. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. so if we get everybody back full, fighting and fit, again, it's 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 it's, it's Barcelona, isn't it? So you don't know what's gonna happen. But it's a one-off game. It's at home. We've been exceptional at home. Yeah. I think we're yeah. in the driver's seat, man. The funny thing is. The way the season's going, I'm I'm having a I've got a feeling that we're gonna meet you guys in the Europa League. Somewhere. Finals, semis, quarters, I got a I got a sneaking suspicion. We'll do it, man. And now one thing I keep saying no 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 like they really don't want to hear it. Quads on, man. <laughs> quads, oh yeah, you guys oh you guys got the final innit? Quads on. The thing I mean, is, I'm not saying you, we're gonna do it. The thing is, it's based And we're the only we're the only team in Europe. Here. I would say I, I would, can say that. I would say based on your current form and projection, you should like. I think I reckon you can compete for two. That's and that sounds realistic. Of the four, what are those two? The final that they're, they're in, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. either FA or or, um, or Europa. The league, I reckon, is you can still do it, but I don't think you're gonna do it. Yeah, well, people are trying to do to us what we was doing to you in the yeah. beginning. Mm. Like, now trying to talk us up into some tight race. <laughs> no, we're nah, not. Doing is, I'm, not even, I'm not even doing that because I can't now. Say, the thing is. Mathematically, you might not in the title race. Mathematically, right? You're on 46 points. We're on 51 points. They're 51 points, isn't it? But until I feel like you guys go second or first, even if even if for a week or two, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'll say you're in the title race. Yeah, Once yeah. you guys hit second or first, I'm like, oh shit, United are in this now, isn't it? Um, if it get if the gap gets, well, admin it, yeah. Arsenal got a game in hand. All right, cool. Yeah. And it's five. If the gap to the top gets to three points, then there's no there's no conversation anymore. Yeah. We're in we're in it. Until we mess it up and we're not in it no more. Yeah, you get me. But for now, I think it's too much. I think it's one step too much to ask for. Yeah, I still genuinely believe it's between it's between these two. Oh, man, this is oh, it's gonna be an interesting to end, man. I think the the second City and Arsenal game is gonna have way more to it. April, boy, I look forward to it. And the first one, I'm hearing rumors that Arsenal are looking at um, Rashford. I just feel like that's Arsenal fans being Arsenal fans, man. I no, 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 it's not a fan thing. It's from it's like. Agents, media, media, media yeah, heads. Yeah, they're trying it, but the, Rashford would have to be bonkers. Not really, not really bonkers. Why? Why bonkers? <laughs> Hold on, you don't feel like you don't feel like Arsenal is an attractive destination for for him right now. What from from, from Man United? I've asked you a question. <laughs> yeah, look, if wait, he wait, was coming from do you, wait, coming wait, from Brighton, wait, wait, do you see how he would fit in our team? Where would you play? For the middle or for the, on the left? Gotta be for the middle, man. At the ripe age of 25 as well. 25, 26. We'll in our team. Yeah, most men would pay some power like that with thrive in your team. Most people would thrive in your team. Let me tell you why he's not going no way. Why I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's coming. This is just a rumor. Mm. Let me tell you why he'll be a fool to even right, contemplate it. Why? Because the Qataris are bidding mm. for Man United, bro. Exactly. He's on his way out then. They're going to go and buy 
Mbappe and them man. No, we have both of them. Are you? Money is no object, son. That's what I'm saying. We have both of them. We would have. We have. No, no, no. We have. We have. No. through the middle what? and Mbappe no. on the left. What? Oh what? what I mean is, if if the Qataris are coming, that means they're gonna they're gonna revamp and buy new players, which might heighten the propensity for him to leave. Ah, right, cool. You man are gonna go and buy them man. I'm off. No. You're you're you're, you're gonna go and buy Mbappe, no. Liao, and no, and then man. Ah, <laughs> right, no. you know what? I'm gone. No, it don't I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Come to Arsenal and play under Arteta. No, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. There's no chance. There's not a... I, honestly, yeah. You see if we get the Qataris, because I... You see that man like Bellingham? Yeah. We would love Bellingham. You know United yeah, fans Bellingham. Bellingham's yeah. a pipe dream for us. Yeah. You see if the Qataris come? Hmm. That will change us, man. It's all different. It's all different. The future is bright. Hold on. Who's who's the Qatari group, though? There's just some next Qataris. It's not the same ones that are on PSG. Okay. So there's um, it's Qatari something sport, QIS, who own um, PSG. But then there's another um, QIA Qatari group that are trying to come for United. So there was problems because then you're not allowed to own... Yeah, I heard that. If you own the same club, you can't play yeah, in the yeah. competition. Or that kind yeah, of yeah, I heard about that. But then obviously it's like RB Leipzig and RB... Salzburg. Salzburg. They played each other. Red Bull showed the way the companies are run. Yeah. Two separate mm. things. Eh? Okay, okay. So UEFA ain't going to give no pushback on that. If mm. you can show that there's two separate entities, mm. boom, 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 they'll be fine. And I think UEFA's already come out and said, yeah, they ain't got no qualms of it. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. And the Qataris have been talking smack. Like, they've been talking crud from Kuwait. Like, like this is, like, like we're, we're, we're doing this. Mm. You know okay. I mean? Like, our bid, no one ain't going to match our bid. Money ain't no object. We're we're folding for United, but who? But that's, who's, the, that's the story is coming out. Who's there to buy though? Okay, cool. Let's just say the Qataris take over, right? The Qataris, the Qataris take over instantly. We get Drew Bellingham and, and, and Harry Kane. You think so? <laughs> yes, mm. yes. But you could have got Harry Kane before though. Yeah, but now we can get him now and he won't touch the sides. No, but okay, cool. Yeah, but how much disparity is there? The money you would have offered before to the money you're going to offer now. He's one. He's older but now. Even anyway. sent, just infrastructure. We we get we get we get that kind of money. We automatically get a new stadium as well. Whether it be uh, whether it be developed at Old Trafford or whether they raise it to the ground and yeah. and, and and go again. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like we definitely what, get that. So there's there's lots of it. There's lots that come into it. What 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 are the, the figures like thrown around in terms of how much they're they're, they, uh, they're they're worth they're worth and how much like because right now Newcastle are the richest team at club. Are you going to be above the Newcastle? South, the South, how much are Saudi Arabia worth? As I don't in, know the Qatari. The Qatari thing is worth three hundred and twenty-eight billion. Because I'm not sure if you saw when Newcastle got taken over. You saw the charts of like the disparity. Yeah, their wealth the, is it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. But even the Kuwaitis, the Kuwait, the Kuwaitis got three hundred something million, one billion as well. The mm. the, 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 the Qataris is um three hundred and twenty-eight billion or something like that. Okay. The English U is that uh, he's worth like what twenty-one billion or something like that. That's yeah. not that's we don't want twenty-one billion. That's not <laughs> we don't want twenty-one billion. <laughs> no, we need we need more than that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, rainy uh, day money. Uh, apparently, yeah. Um, they're saying they're not looking to pay more than what the Glazers are try, trying to sell it for. I heard a rumor that the Glazers don't want to sell no more, though. I read that the other day. No, they do. Yeah. They do. But Glazers want six billion. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was five billion. No, nah, Glazers want six billion. Yeah. What the what the what the professionals are saying is mm. they don't know if anybody comes close to that okay you get me if there's a bidding war between Saudi and Qatar it helps because it's going to raise it in it mm. what the Qataris are saying is no one's going to match our bid okay like mm. no one's going to match our bid in it so like you're saying that um like obviously they're saying they want the six billion in it mm. but if there's a couple men on some three and a half four billion thing mm. and these men there are on a five five point five billion That's, you don't look yeah. at you don't look look at um, Gip horse in the mouth you get what I'm trying to say yeah. they paid 700 million for that mm. 500 five, five and a half billion 
20 years later. This is a different kind of yeah. business. Like they're not, I don't, I understand they want their money, but if a solid serious yeah. bid comes in, I don't think you leave that on the table because what are you no. doing here? It don't make no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And again, I, I don't know these niggas, mm. but all the reports I'm reading, they sound dead serious. Like, like dead serious. Like this is a walk in the park. Like this ain't even, this ain't even an issue. Cause we got, cause we got the money. Mm. We got money to burn and we're serious about this. So we'll wait and see. Know, wait and see. But that's a game changer for us, man. Oh, us to be taken over, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> it's, it's on my ass, man. So we can splash out, man. You know what I mean? There's a lot of um, Everton's up for sale, Liverpool's up for sale. Do you bid three million for um, Spurs? Three billion. Three billion. Sorry, oh. billion. Do you bid? Does it, um, is it, is it Iranian? Iran, Iran, yeah. Iranian American. You, you bid three billion for Spurs. But apparently, the man is saying, right, I don't even get you in the office for a conversation. Yeah, I, I thought what? that was a bit of a, a, low, a low number, though. Yes. Yeah. Three million. These football clubs are big business, you know. I remember, yeah. Not all of them. Mm. You know, there's like, you know, you can get like a prim, obviously Newcastle only 300 million. <laughs> people forgetting that Newcastle only 300 million. Yeah, because Newcastle. Southampton and them clubs, they're 200 something million. Yeah, yeah, million. Yeah, Everton, yeah. what? 350, 340. Mm. Like, you could get, but it's the top six ones yeah. Liverpool, mm. Chelsea, United, Arsenal, Spurs. Yeah, Everton comes with real yeah. cheese. <laughs> big business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not a game. And you got to think, that might sound crazy, but even. Even the six billion might sound crazy, but obviously there's gonna be there's gonna be a cap in it, like it's mm. like a bubble in it, like with the houses and stuff like that. Mm. There's gonna be a point when it's gonna to get to a point where like this is not sustainable, rare, mm -hmm. rare, rare. But even me doing the math, like I'm thinking, boy, if I pay that six billion, twenty years time or five billion at least, if I pay five six billion, twenty years time, this club's ten billion pounds. Mm -hmm. Right, that's a, I think that's a safe. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. So it sounds it sounds stupid, but if you can afford it, it's a mm. good investment. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. I don't know, man. I think it happens, man. 100%. I think it happens, man. Oh. And the deadline's today, isn't it? 10 p.m. Yeah, 10 p.m. today. I oh, was it? Oh, it's today, yeah. Yeah, for the soft, for the for the soft bids. Like this is happening. Uh, the reports mm. I was even reading just now while you mm. were talking other stuff. Mm. I was reading. They're saying that the Qataris are on big smoke. When they're saying like they're trying to see if they could they could push, probably potentially push this through in six weeks. What What about Musk? Yeah. I've heard oh, yeah, Musk's yeah. name. He, he tweeted that he wanted by United, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's worth what, 145 billion. You know about Musk? He seems like he'll just do mad stuff for your club. Yeah, and he'll just wake up one day, the director of football sacked. Yeah. <laughs> this one, that one. <laughs> or he'll, he'll he'll bid dumb something dumb for Mbappe. I'm going to bid 400 million for Mbappe or something. You know what I mean? Just something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah, we don't want Elon, man. Yeah. Man, just, it's a joke. You messed up Twitter. Yeah, he's silly, man. <laughs> don't want to come to United, try and change the bad badge and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's capable, you know. Yeah, oh, we're, we're the White Angels now. <laughs> Yeah, what are you talking about? You know what? Yeah, I can see him changing the name of the team, the kit, the colours. Yeah. Our new colours is purple and yellow. Like, you know what I mean? Just change things up for no reason. Yeah, we don't want Elon, man. Fuck Elon. <laughs> but yeah, man. That's all our sports news. Let's get into Donna here quickly. The button. Oh, you took it out? Yeah. Why? I'm not too sure. Maybe you forgot to put it in from yesterday. Don't worry, guys. It's not the outro. Stay where you are. Well, I can I mean I can I can wrap it up if you want. Yeah. The girls, the girls look like they're they're over it. I'm so hungry, I feel like I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today's recipient of Dana Air, the final Dana Air for the week. Oh let you know, actually, you know what? Let me open this up to the to, to the gang and then we can have a conversation and see how you sort of feel about it. Because 
Cookie Cutter Society, man. They're soft, man. They're upset, man. Have you not seen that Mole Gilligan's getting backclash? Yeah, because he got someone's name wrong. No. Oh, listen, man. Did he? Well, he must we'll be getting backlash. Back back I heard he had. I heard he got backlash at the Brits because he got. He said someone's name wrong. Oh, but when BBC does it, and then there's no backlash then. Mm. Literally. What? What? He mispronounced it, or he just called someone no, a different he name? Called, he called someone the wrong name. I think he called oh. someone's. He called someone the wrong name. Okay. But the person he done it to found it funny and like mm. tweeted about it yeah. like, as a joke. Yeah. But mm. a lot of people obviously took offense to it. Okay. I'm shy for them because when they do to black people all the time, they don't mm-hmm. know anything. Literally. Well, no, that's not what this is about. Do you not know um, Le- Leanne Pinnock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah from um, Little Mix. Little Mix. Yeah. Little Mix. Yeah. Well, the outrage is they're saying that there was just too much misogyny from. From Mo Gilligan. So we was doing interviews or stuff, I don't know, because I didn't mm. watch Brit Woods. But apparently, yeah, he asked um Leanne Pinnock when she was out at the table with Brit Awards, boom, boom, boom. He asked her who's babysitting tonight. How is that misogyny? That's not misogyny. She has got a baby. Um, she got she two, and her she's got two babies. She's got twins. So she has yeah. a baby. She's and here she without her, her baby. Partner, yeah. So who's babysitting the babies? Wait, she was with her partner there, right? As well, yeah. Isn't it? So yeah. yeah, who is babysitting the baby? Yeah. Is it grandma? Who is it? She said yes. Mum and dad are out tonight. You get what I'm trying to say? Do you he's, know? Like, and he's saying, oh, we say you're not going out. You're having it large. She said, yeah. Mum and dad are out tonight. And so the um, I'm guessing it's white people because the, yeah, it's mm-hmm. the Karens, man. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 the Karens. they get upset about everything, and then it's like they're just getting upset. Oh, did he ask the dads as well? You get what I'm trying to say? Like, oh, like I don't know. Dad breastfeeding. Man's like, oh, you know she's been, you know she was in the biggest girl band in the world, right? No anymore, they broke up. No, they say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all. Oh, they're done. Is I just want to ask you, is there any reason for them to be upset, or is this more? Just, you know just what more it is? Foolishness. I'm not saying. You're not other women. I want to. I'm not women. saying that I agree because to me it's nothing in it. But I, the reason why they're asking this, I, I, there's some women like I've got friends here. I know who will be offended by that. Mm. That are black, yeah. Mm. Like, I've got a friend, I'm not going to mention her name, who, like, anytime you say anything, yeah, like, she just, she's just always quick to come back about something about men. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, like, I can imagine someone asking her, and she'd be like, why don't you fucking ask the, like, that's her, her response <laughs> will be that. Like, that's how she is. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, the other day, <laughs> we was out, yeah, and then my friend was like, oh, Gina, you love man, isn't it? As a joke. She was mm. like, well, well, she's, She's um she's not homosexual. She's meant to fucking love men, isn't it? Oh, like, it's <laughs> all kind of blood pressure. <laughs> but do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, flip in it. That's what she's like. Every I'm always like, my dear, relax. Shoot <laughs> down. Shoot down. Like, but that's just how Yay. she is. But it's, mm. I find it funny. Yeah. So what I'm saying I can imagine that being the case here, yeah, and like her response being something like that. And she had a Karen, so do you know? It's I think that with asking people where the kids like I. I get it from an annoying point. When people are out having fun, stop bringing up their kids in it. Because they just they know their to parents. They know their parents. Yeah. Like, Sorry, they remind I, them. I don't, I don't want to get involved in women's business because obviously these are the... Well, after yesterday, you did the overtime. You've, your women's business out to next year. These are the lead parent, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's how it usually goes. Women are the lead parent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? But ain't this stupid? He asked the question, all right, fine. If, if, it was, if, it, if she was just there with the girls, mm. then I can yeah. understand where he's not coming from. She was there with her partner. This is yeah. a this is a yeah. natural question. Mm-hmm. Who's looking after the baby? Let me ask you a question. No, 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 no. But do you know why it's not really a natural question? Because it's not your business. 
I'm sorry, yeah, but, but it was a joke. No, though. but do you understand? No, but do you get what I mean? Yeah, I it's like, small like, talk. It's yeah, like yeah, I, it's, it's, it is, but it's let me also, check the temperature in the chat one sec. It, do you know? It's, the thing is, I feel like if someone typically the, what I said about um, mm. when someone's out, yeah, like doing up their child, they know their parents. Yeah, typically that's someone like you're out with the girls and stuff. It's like, oh, where's the baby? Like. The kid has a dad and the dad is watching the kid. It's usually mm. like that. Do you get me? My sister don't get it. Mm. When she's out, yeah, and we're brunching, they're like, oh, oh, how's Sarah's like with her dad? Mm. Like, do you get me? So yeah. I can, that can be annoying. But I think if the if both parents are out together, I then, think it's cool to be yeah, like, oh, like, oh, so that like, who's watching the baby? Yeah. Like, do you get know I me? Mean? Like, you because you got obviously you got a village or whatever, but to be fair, it is not your business, in it? But I do I just think that with award shows, you get small talk, people yeah, do like little, little gist, like bit. Tongue and cheek, innit? Do you yeah. know what? Both yeah. parents ain't the lead parent, Zoe. The one with the breast milk is the lead parent. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. I think, do you know what I think yeah. it is? Because yeah. think... if you leave that baby with me, that baby's screwed. Okay? <laughs> that baby might. You know, die. dinner tonight. And I'm going to try my best as well to keep it alive. But. Cause I'm gonna, but get me that baby's gonna be grazing the land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grazing need, the land. Are you okay? <laughs> you don't even need no no money. Like mm. that baby's fine. Like, don't you get it? Come on, man. Stop the foolishness, man. So I hear it, but I I do <laughs> think so yeah. Annoying. I get it's a joke and stuff. And again, like I said, I wouldn't be offended. Mm. I'm just saying, like, I can understand why some people might be triggered by that because some because it's like, why are you all up in my business? And I think obviously because both parents were there, it's cool, isn't it? I think I would have, if people were outraged, if it was just her and he asked that question, yeah. I'd get the outrage because it's like, well, clearly his dad's not here. Like the dad's not here. So the, the kids with the dad. But even mm. still, again, it's, I don't get why it's your business. Yeah. Do you get know what I mean? The thing is, I do get the whole, we're both lead parents though. Mm? Like, I do get it. As in yeah. the premise that the, we're both the lead, not the mum's the lead and I'm the secondary. Ark's dads, Ark's bare dads, yeah. <laughs> There's every dad, yeah, has been in a situation with a youth, yeah, where he's got no moves for this baby. Yeah, this but this is nothing. Don't mean, this but, is mum. I, I can't. Mm. I, there's yeah, nothing don't, I can do here. Mean, it doesn't mean they're not joint leads, though. It just means in this specific department. Yeah, in this department. Of breastfeeding, you are the lead because you got the breast. In other departments, but you rise up. As a whole, we're both no, equal. I, I get parents. it. It's a unit now, but we're not equal. We're not in equal. departments. No, no because are, I know. can walk that baby. If I walk out into the wilderness with me and that baby on my chest with just the clothes on our back, yeah. that baby's finished. Mm. You see the mother? The mother's got that baby. There's there's levels and brackets. It's separate. No, obviously I understand it's a joint. You ain't got no survival tactics. It's a joint effort and I get it. I get what the sentiment of what yeah. you're saying, but I'm saying realistically, the way God made it, the mm. mum's more important. At a certain age. Huh? At a certain age. Well, yeah, just in, in, the, in life, the first steps, the important Infants. part, when you're rearing the infant. Infancy. Yeah. That's the most... I said rearing like it's a cow. <laughs> you're rearing the infant. <laughs> when you're rearing the infant, the important part, man, take the lead. These are, this is what I'm trying to say, man. I'm trying to give you the flowers. Now you just want to understand. That's the equality, man. They want to pick their own flowers, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. But no, I, I, I personally, like, I wouldn't have taken offence to that. I think the only time I would take offence to you ask where my baby is is if I'm out with my girls. Mm. Like the child has a father. Mm. I'm not any. I'm not the sole parent. Don't mm -hmm. ask. And people need to stop doing that to women anyway. But if we're both here, not for real though. Like oh, it's like you know, you guys mm -hmm. are you know parents out having a night, you know, fun night out on the town, whatever they're saying is. I don't know. I'm not a parent. Whatever they you know they tell the parents them. I get it. I'm not talking about him. I'm not talking about your absence. Like you acting like you don't know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I'm I get what you mean. Like survival. I've had my youth since he's been. Weeks old by myself. Mm. That's got nothing to do with it. But do you know what it's, I think it's in that. It's what you said. It's in that department. Yeah, department. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but I get what you're saying. There's other departments yeah. where she's gonna look at you as the lead. That's mm. true. Mm. You know what I mean, that's true. 
Just depends. You're leading cooking, boy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be feeding a baby that I'm cooking too. What do you think this is? Molly the maid? Get to, get to making you the get kale. Made, so you get your maid outfit on. <laughs> so you get a maid outfit on. So is the outrage justified or not then? No, no not at all. No, I think no, it's very I dramatic. Think so, is Leanne and, and her husband even upset? I don't believe so. No. Probably not. So Probably wait, not. how did this it's become public though? Off current. It's not about saying how did it become, like, did it, was this conversation on air? Off current. Yeah, he said he probably oh, said it. He, he probably said it on air. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interview, right? Oh, yeah. yeah Ofcom. Okay. You know they love Ofcom. They love Ofcom. Do you know that they complain about things that come on the TV? It's bad. Mm-hmm. They, do you know mm-hmm. that? Like TV shows and stuff. Yeah. And they like yeah. they compl- they write like dissertations. Do. do you know what's so funny about about award shows as well? Yeah, is that even the stuff that like say this was off camera, we still would have known about it because always someone in the award show that snitches yeah. on yeah. the right. on the things mm-hmm. that did not make camera. But like, oh, guess mm. what happened mm. when the cameras went off? Nah, man. The parents were enjoying, man. Let them enjoy. I can't produce breast milk, Zoe. I'll be all right in the Russian prison. My baby will be screwed in the Russian prison <laughs> without breast milk, too. Okay. <laughs> what what you say? You don't know about these formula babies, man. Listen, yeah. I'm gonna say we should listen to you. When you said that today has been a write-off. <laughs> the chat's been a mess. <laughs> yeah, they're they're, they're, they're tussling in there, isn't it? Tussling. Is it? Of no. Nah, they're tussling in the chat. Yeah. Of... <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all y'all guys arguing about now? Everything. Also, if if um Damn. when the baby's in the breastfeeding um stage, right? If the mum was out and about for whatever reason, yeah. what what is the substitute? You breast pump. So you you pump the milk into bottles and stuff into yeah, the fridge or like oh, into the yeah. But then some babies don't actually like bottles though. Like I remember my nephew. My, yeah. nephew, my nephew was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are, all my week sis- I've been getting used up ready for the apocalypse. I'm talking about real life scenario scenario. No, I'm talking about you and your child in the wilderness. You are talking to me about formula. Where the fuck are you finding formula? <laughs> No, you don't nephew... go to luxuries or going to shops. No, I'm talking about Before real life survival. Your wife left. She no, there's no formula. The what? She prepared the batch. And then do you have how much milk babies eat? No, okay. he doesn't Drink. have. Okay. He can produce it. Okay. But no, my, my nephew's the same. They've gone to Ghana at the moment, yeah? That boy don't know that when he comes from Ghana, ain't no breasts. One day they left him with us, yeah. Mm. I was just like, Oh, come get your child. Like, he screamed. My nephew was, and he, he said, I'm not taking it. He said, Oh, is it, is it, is it, this might sound like a weird question, right? Mm. Is it inappropriate for a baby to get breastfed from another woman? No, because some women do that. Some women, um, some women can't produce I mean, milk for different reasons. So there are other women who, um, actually offer that service. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually a thing, yeah. Because wow. some, some kids need breast, like, ideally kids need, need breast milk, innit? Mm, yeah. So some people, some women, if they can't produce it, then there's other women who actually can breastfeed your child. Okay. It's actually, it's a real thing. Yous are too sensitive. Can actually make breast I would just say, yous are too sensitive, yeah? And this is why things get lost, yeah? Because if you cut down to his core, yeah, essentially, like, we've mm. been... We've been made too soft. You get what I'm trying to say? That can you just just, just sensitive? You just moan facts. about everything. How can you be? How can you be moaning about what I'm saying when it's facts? You have got the luxury of living in 2023. Should we mm. go back to caveman days when we never had all these extra shit that that we're living with now? We're talking about in the naturalist form of what? Who's the nature one? Who's gonna take? Who's gonna do it? Mm. You just shut up and stop chatting shit. Getting upset over bollocks. <laughs> all right, get into that. It's called wetness. Like wetness. What we're talking about? Yeah, the wetness. wetness. Okay, the one okay. that's easier. Can we so, get to the outro, please? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're already in the outro. Oh, we're already in it? Yeah. Fuck you, I'm going home. That's that. Like right. the video. Bye. Wow. Is that how we're ending? Okay, hello. Hi. Good night. Okay, bye. No, Brett's not here. Okay, right. The parents are waiting to kids play. Because they're stuck. No, give the kids a proper outro, please. All right. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. We really appreciate it. We know a lot of you guys were tussling and you guys are... I hope everyone has a nice weekend. Everyone chills out. 
Ooh, we start and leaves it in the chat. Like the video, thank you very much. Subscribe to the channel, do all that great stuff. If you have dilemmas to write in, the number is 075 Oh, that's a number I can call if I was in jail. There you go. I know that one. <laughs> but um, yeah, guys, so we appreciate you. See you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Peace. Peace.